special Sunday edition of Big Talking Brewskies. I'm Marissa Smith. As always, I've got Rodney Daniels with me. What's up, guys? Happy Sunday. What's up? What's up? Happy Sunday, guys. We've got Dylan Negri with us. You. And we've got DC Williams. Hi, how art thou? So, uh, Rodney, how's your week been? Uh, my week's been good. Um, that last Friday, we did a show, right? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, we, we had Broadway. We had, we had, we, yeah, well... We this had Broadway. Past we had, this past Friday, we had Broadway. Yes, but but Friday, the Friday before that, we had our podcast, and then afterwards, I went and I did um, Queer Abstract, this show in Brooklyn. Okay, and um, I got booed. Whoa! Wow. No, yeah, really. Can, can, so obviously, to I tell d- a story, but do, yeah. do you think it had anything to do with it being Brooklyn and you being gay, or was it just? Well, see, that was that's my whole thing. It's it's an LGBTQ show. (laughs) It's not a comedy show though. It's kind of like a variety show where there's a spoken word artist. There's um rappers. There was some some musical artists, and there were a couple comics. Now, all the comics that went up there were there were four of us. Three of them, they two of them like just kind of talked about like regular shit. And the other one, the first one that went up, she was uh, a lesbian black chick that talked about, like, you know, strap-ons and dildos. And, like, so I literally wrote this, wrote, like, a whole set about, you know, being gay and my experiences with, like, transgender and all. And I got booed in <laughs> no the middle way. of the set. Yeah. Because like, I, I made a joke about uh, glenoclimacia. Oh, like for, for the people, that? yeah, for people that don't know what that is, uh, that's what like when men grow uh, boobs, breasts, Ew. Breasts. Oh, so like, like actual breasts. I'm out. Oh, there was like a, a character I think in Fight Club. It was like Bitch Tit Bob. Like, right, the, right. Know, Yo, I'm dead. Yeah. Bitch Tit Bob. That's a yeah. quality ass name. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I had a Bitch Tit Bob uh, joke, and it just I guess literally like there were maybe sixty people in the room, and forty of them. Or fifty were like black gay women. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so that joke just didn't. They like it, I got booed. It's like how somebody do you was not like, like titties. So it was like you're transphobic, and I was just like, no way. Yeah, no. So that's fucked up. And it just made me think about something. We were looking at open mics the other day, and we were just trying to find a show. And he found the show it was in Brooklyn, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it said on it, it was like. Uh, female female comics get five minutes. Male comics get three minutes. And if you leave after your set, we will boo you. Or like, or like, and like, no, I was, it was like, uh, female comics get an extra thirty seconds for some reason. It was like it was a three minute mic. Females get an extra thirty. That's seconds. That's what it was. Okay. What? And, and, and like in my head, I was like, I was like, that's how like these fifteen year old, eighteen year old girls are like things are about equality. 
girls get 30 extra seconds. And it's like, that's the one thing is for you, it's like, as a gay male going to an LGBTQ show, you think that would be the one space you can talk about everything. That's exactly. Like, all like the... Like all about the taboo things about being gay, right? Especially- and everyone's like, "Yeah, I fucking I fuck with it." Because even when you did the Friday show, you know, when you start talking about big black dick and all these things, you're like, "All right, well, most of these people aren't gay, right?" So I know, so who like, my I was already is. stepping lightly, like treading. just in general, treading lightly, like when I do regular, to. which, but that's why I went hard talking about. You know, you know who needs to like tread my lightly? Whole set. My ass. My pale, pasty, straight white male <laughs> ass should go into that yeah. show. If I was up there being like, you those fucking trannies, they'd be like, get off stage. Yeah. And that but that's but that's how they treated me as if like I was you. That was much. I have feelings. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the interesting thing. Like, like, I got booed. I felt like you on a daily. That's like straight up entitlement Olympics though. It's like even Absolutely. though you're gay, you're still a man. Like because I is, feel like if 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 a crowd was like mostly other gay men, they probably would not have booed you. But I also kind of feel like because it was a gay crowd, it's just like so you take dick in the ass. What's next? Because it's like it doesn't like for straight crowds. It's like, oh, well, you know something? This this black gay guy might have some information that I don't know about. Right. Let me for like a little bit more. right, Right. But for like gay people, it's like, bitch, we know. Like yeah. tell right. us, and also tell the, us, like you know, about your 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 dad. Like you know <laughs> what I mean? It's just like, like I think that they probably they. I think I don't know. I'm just speculating, but I feel like if you might have done like a coming out story as opposed oh, to oh, would have been cheers. <laughs> yeah, but like that's oh, what I'm wow. talking, that's what I was telling okay. you about. Remember on the last podcast I was coming on out story. I've never done one of those. That's like. On my to do list now. <laughs> no, but I like, I'm, I don't know. Cause I feel like if, like, just right, like being didn't, gay, it's like a wealth plain, of material. But, that, but, but I, what I, it is like is, a wealth of material, but I didn't want to just talk about regular shit. Just but no, but she's talking about like you could have literally played to the crowd. Like that's what she's saying with the coming out story is when, you, when you're talking to some like young gays, let's just put it like that. I don't know what the crowd was. Like obviously you can read the room, but like that's what I said is. There should be nothing that's off limits. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, you know, like, like, like if DC went to like an all black show and all and then said, like, let's say the N word and all of them were like started booing him, I think he'd be like, wait, what's going on right now? Like, this, like, or even talking about whatever it is. I can't say it because I always do a hard R. (laughs) (laughs) I say it slips out sometimes for me. Like, I've caught myself like, oh shit, that just slipped out. It's like, oh, nigga. Like, yeah, uh, I enunciate uh, too much to drop the N word. Ah, uh, yeah. The only N word sure that I drop is my last usually. name. What up, my uh, negris? <laughs> I, I try to always make sure it's joke appropriate. Sometimes I'm like, can I say this joke without it, or does, is this joke better with it, or like, you know? I just never off? use it. I'm just like, yeah. I'm like, I've always never used it. Me either, me so either. like, yeah. Well, you should not use it. Right. right. You know, that's <laughs> a lie. We hang out together. <laughs> <laughs> But, Listen, um, J. Cole I, has I would some say fire something, though, in reference to what you were saying earlier is that as I understand that you would expect um, gay people to be more receptive to your content. But I feel like who's to say that? Because a lot of people like they'll put on TV shows, whatever they're doing to cater to a particular demographic. And who's to say that gay people are going to like this piece of content just because it's gay? 
you know, because gay people, they, they, you know, they can be introspective. It, it's not always just, well, it's, is it just fucking, fucking gay sex? You know, sometimes, and you, it can be more than that. And you, I guess you can't always, like, I don't always expect to Im- immediately be received by a black audience or, you know, like it's, it's hard to just say like, oh, they're gay. How come they weren't receptive? Well, maybe, you know, maybe they, they still have taste and in, in certain humor in what they like. So. I mean, well, I came into it with the perspective of being in an open space. Right, right. Being okay. in an open LGBTQ yeah. queer What did they boo space. at, though? Okay, so the way that the, the way I wrote my joke, uh-huh. well, the, the set in general, was I did the four tops where I talk about, like, taking dick in the ass. Uh-huh. Then the second portion was about me meeting a guy that has glanoclimacia. He mm-hmm. has man boobs. I wasn't, like, into that. Right. <laughs> but, like, the third part... And they had a problem with your body preference or something? No, I just kind of, like... Like, in the, in the joke, t- I talk about how, like... He tit-shamed him. I tit-shamed him. Kind that, of, and like, they had a problem with that. That was where... That's where the room went south. So See, are you not so, allowed to have a body So t- So tell me something. So, like... But so- wait, but I didn't get to the end of the joke. But the end of the joke, I actually end up fucking a female to male transgender. I couldn't get to that portion of the joke because I got booed in the middle of the joke. But like so tell me something. When 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 it was literally like let's say like twenty years ago when like it, it was taboo to even be gay. It's like we just want to be loved for our taste and our like our love is love, right? Like I, I just want to be accepted from my point of view. And then it got that's what I'm trying to say. It gets to a point where remember on like, the last podcast I was talking about how when comics start going pc like when you go to that crowd and you can't start talking about like tit shaming like they, they didn't let you finish the joke it's like you didn't let me finish right because the it joke. was a long form story to mm-hmm. like where at the mm-hmm. end of the story you would have seen i'm not transphobic because i'm having sex with if you ask anyone in that room that's people. like yeah it's like, like i don't like men with tits but i like but, men but with I vaginas like, but i like men with vaginas right that was the whole end of the story which was like a in my opinion, when I wrote it, and I've done it in different pieces throughout different sets that I've done, and it always kills all the pieces. But why? So, you, but why? But why can't you just like what you like without having the need to feel like you have to appease everyone else's likes? Like I feel like you I feel like people want you to like everything, and you can't really like everything. It doesn't matter if it's a person. And that, but, or, but that, and that's was also my point. And just I'm coming from my own perspective as a queer person. This is my perspective right and but i think a big part of it is the fact that it's like not a comedy show crowd uh-huh. like right. there are people that are coming to see i was talking comedy yeah. specifically as opposed to this is kind of a variety show maybe some people are there to hear more spoken word stuff I used to and do they just are not Florida. in the mindset that's what i used that to do this is a joke i'm joking no yeah. i'm not boob shaming tit shaming Dude, Bob, well, like, that explains it because you were tit shaming like a motherfucker. I'm tit shaming like a motherfucker, but I'm I don't even joking. Like titties, I'm uh, what? I don't. I'm not even into titties like that. <laughs> you just so, said well, that to... makes that makes two of us. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, 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 like, girl, I'm just I'm I'm more of like a. I was gonna say, wait, you're straight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But guy. I'm not into like I'm not really like a big boob guy. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. Everybody has a preference. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm into testicles. <laughs> Nobody's into testicles. Nobody's. I don't even care if you're gay. You're not into testicles. That's testicles never look good. Yo, you ever sucked on a testicle? I've never sucked on a testicle. Let me tell you, the look on the guy's face when you suck on his testicles. 
Oh, you know why? It's, I feel like testicles go downhill you know like the second a guy gets over twenty-seven. Because like then that's when they start getting loosey goosey and dropping. Yeah, yeah. It's saggy like balls. It's like saggy balls. I'm just not into saggy balls. Like balls look weird to begin with, yeah, but like when they start sure. getting like fucking dropping in the toilet length, yeah. like no. <laughs> No, that's what not having it. Just when just when you need to take off his socks to find his balls, then we have a problem. Oh, just, like, like, oh yeah, okay, there they are. <laughs> it's like that's a funny thing. It's like I, I always end up dating like, like younger guys just because like I'm just like oh they got nice tight balls. They got the nice tight balls. They do. God, yeah, damn. It's like right there. <laughs> I don't want to see these old wrinkly yeah, yeah, balls. Yeah, exactly. And they start having the gray pubes. No, thank you, yeah. sir. You want the anti gravity test? Gray pubes. Feel that. Just talk about that too. I like gray pubes. Nothing wrong with it. I no. I'm just trying to embrace it. Prepare just myself if for you're it, getting you know? gray, you, just you, need to you, shave you are shit. a child, sir. I know, but <laughs> I, I had gray hairs in high school, though. That was the thing. I had. How old are oh, you? 25. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They, they would tell child. me to be wise or something, and I was like, child. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a good decade. Right. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were a good decade too, so go Wait, find yourself. Well, 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 hold on, hold on. <laughs> you all look pretty young here, Black don't crack, thank you, sir. Yeah, yeah, no, you have no idea how much money a month I spend on moisturizer. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> for real. It's, it's weird when you guys ever you guys ever dated outside like your race. Anyone, yeah, yeah. Currently, yeah. Do, yeah. do they like? Yeah, but do they like look at like when you lotion? Do they like look at you like wow, that's a lot of lotion? I lotion I in private. <laughs> I don't lotion in front of people. No, no well, my, my, like, my, my lotioning is my business. <laughs> back in high, yeah. you know, back in high school, every kid on the football team would like that one like black girl in class would, like take out her lotion and they'd be like and they'd pass it around like as a like a blunt and they just you, all lotion you up. You might have forgot to lotion before you left school, man. Left you know, school that well, day. when we recently we did karaoke and uh-huh. this guy came up to me and he was just like, "Yo, my hands are dry. Do you have any lotion?" <laughs> and I've never been so insulted as a black woman before <laughs> in my life. It's like you don't think as a black woman in winter that I have lotion in my purse? Like, do you uh-huh. think I'm like some sort of vagrant or something? Of like, course uh, I do. Uh, do you, right. Have you ever have seen you my ass ashy ever? No. no. You are always moisturized. I am always there. moisturized. And on that note, here you go. It's like, right. and it's shea butter, bitch. Like, no, yeah. I'm not walking around these streets but no, with I no fucking saying, lotion though, in winter. A white person asks you for lotion, you look at them side eye. If a black person asks you for lotion, you like, oh, bitch, I got He was you. Puerto Rican, but That's like, true. I'm just kind of <laughs> like, you White know something? Like, lotion, I, though, I felt insulted. They be thinking that they don't, though. Nah, they be needing lotion. I'm Y'all it's just because they're the, the color of their ash. <laughs> that is the right, exactly. You can't see it clearly. But, like, no, it's just, like, I was insulted. Like, I like that right there, I understood why people get upset when they are, like, misgendered. It was just kind of like, you think I'm the kind of black woman that goes out in the winter that doesn't have lotion. Like, <laughs> like Really? You think that's what he was insinuating, or do he, he was just asking for lotion? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, he yo, put, like, as a no. white guy, I'm just like, I'm not gonna comment <laughs> on it, but like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, damn. I thought you'd be more mad at the fact that he looked around and was like, oh yeah, there's a black woman over there. She got lotion. No, he was just like, you were standing there. He was just like, does anybody got lotion? Do you have lotion? It looks to me like, do you have lotion? Like, I feel that. are you asking me if I have? Lo- yes, I have lotion. Of course, I got lotion. I got four different. So kinds are, are, are you stick in my bag? So wait, wait. This is what I'm get. This is what I'm getting. This is what I'm. <laughs> this is what I'm beginning to hear. You don't know how dry your lips are gonna be. Like you got the like. Oh, this they're is, not that dry. Oh you got this that. This is what I'm beginning to hear. Shit. You were just mad that he was right. 
<laughs> no, I was mad that he asked. He should just been like, "Can I have some lotion?" Okay, so, so you know right. I have it and ask for it. <laughs> right. Like, you like, should have just assumed. If I walked up and was just like, "Yo, can I have some lotion?" I'd be like, "Why are you assuming I have lotion?" I've had a situation like that lotion. where I lotion, not, yeah, I, lotion I, at one point I assume most black <laughs> women can do hair, like all of them, just growing up. And as I got older and I like, you know, grew up and lived in different cities and stuff, I, you realize that oh, every black girl doesn't know how to do hair, and you can't expect every black girl know how to do hair, but you do know, like at least braid, you know, at least braid. But it's not true. I'm like to do a two strand, but not well. Right. Like. That's what, but when you you grow up with the notion, <laughs> thinking that all black girls can do hair, like just naturally, like it's just a part. I of love it. how Ronnie it's does his hair. Yeah. <laughs> every day. Every day. Every day. I didn't say today though. I'm a little, <laughs> a little fuzzy. Do you do you like you like use a razor or I do. Oh, I wow. do. Gillette okay. the five and shaving cream the, uh, and shaving cream. Yeah. Gillette the vet. Yeah. Like Girl. any wax? Do you like wax your head? No, oh, I just no. shaved my head. Okay. I didn't the even know waxing a head was a thing. Is that a thing? I don't know. I've just I've heard. You I've just heard ask some questions. That. Yeah, hey. just to get it <laughs> as clean and as shiny yeah, as possible. No. no, I just I shave it. You have like a day. car buffer, <laughs> right? But I'm like mad hairy, like everywhere. Else. Yeah, me too, bro. I'm, I'm a hairy. <laughs> you show me some gang signs. Hairy, we can compare chest hairs, bro. I'm like it's. It's, I just have it gets bushy, hairs. fam. That's real yeah. hot. <laughs> 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 At least somebody thinks so. A lot of girls don't think so. So I, I, white girls like it. Uh, Asian girls don't like it. And black Let girls just... tell you, <laughs> black gay guys love it. Oh, do they? <laughs> <laughs> I, wish, I wish that could help me, man. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just not into body hair. You're not into body? You know yeah. what's so funny? I realized that it most... It turns me on, yo. Really? I love it. You're not into body. I really, I feel like so you have to date like an African dude because I feel like they're naturally hairless. The ones that yeah. are actually from Africa, Jamaicans and stuff. Jamaicans be hairy. I'm Jamaican, bro. I'm a hairy dude, but I have like Irish in my family. But no, you, for dude. Jamaicans, it's a spectrum. Some of y'all are hairy, and some of them hairless. <laughs> it's real, just like some of y'all. Well, like, like like long hair chihuahuas like, and right, short hair chihuahuas. Right, because some because <laughs> some Jamaicans are like light skin, like yeah, real. Yeah, yeah. Damn, you got blue eyes, yeah. Rihanna looking. The yeah, fuck for sure. And then sure. other ones are like black, like small. a lot that's, of us are. Mixed, that's when man, fucking man. the the British fucking yeah. sailed over, and they were like, "Oh, this that, is cool." That mm, and the mm, Irish, mm, man. Mm. The Irish were the Irish were enamored with Caribbean pussy. For Caribbean sure. pussy. They were all about it. I well, I, I feel like the Irish accent and the Jamaican accent is kind of close. Yeah, it's weirdly similar. close. Yeah, they really are. I, 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 I just close. love yeah. how like every like European country was like, "I'm gonna go to America," and every single time they would go towards America, hit a current, and just fuck everyone in the Caribbean. On the, the way Cari- over, um, of course, yeah, of course. Oh shit, Jamaica everywhere. Can you like, imagine leaving go to these- Europe and seeing and being exposed to that that type of like those kind of women as opposed to like the just cold, it's pasty like. Half good, you know, it's a, it's a little different. Wait, it is tropical down there, everybody the naked. Sex, and you see those pictures, and the because it was, it was like I a, was with my girlfriend as well. Yeah, my girlfriend was, he was, he was, DC to me and her. he was, he was, there. I was taking but my girlfriend. If you look at the images they draw of like you know, the like the classical, like the like, ritzy, like European, like art, it's it's always like. You know their body type is. I don't know. I don't find it very attractive. It looks. I guess it's artsy, but it's not. You know, it's. It, there's a reason why they sailed over here and impregnated women on the shore of the Caribbean or whatever. Then went back all, to all, all of a sudden they meet a girl with ass and tits and they're just right. Like, mm. It's like, oh, what's this? You know, like this. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's something new it for jiggles. them. Yeah. Like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not. That's not Thomas Jefferson shit. He, yeah, he man. Thomas Jefferson was like, yo. 
I fuck with it. You could, I mean, you could yeah, front, but fuck actually, with it. Yeah, yeah they, they could I, front. I, I they love history. To. I'm sorry. <laughs> they could I, front because they have to, but you know, they're down. They want it. You know? I don't know. It jiggles. It like it kind of. I've had an experience where like someone's like, "Oh, you're very jiggly." Jiggly. Like, like, <laughs> I don't think you should like... say that. Too. I don't think any girl likes to hear that. No, I did they not. Yeah, no it was like it was a Japanese guy, and like he was. Oh, he's like... not used to none of that. Bitch. And, and like <laughs> <laughs> he's not used to none of that. Oh my he's god. Like, like I, I'm like not trying to be like he had like an accent. He's like, "This is very jiggly," and I was like, "No." <laughs> it's just like. Okay, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, very much go away. Very much go away. It is weird. They, they touch you like a product they've never had before. <laughs> it's just, oh. Very much go away. Just make me go shoom. Yeah. <laughs> He's not it's used like, to all that. Yeah, it was It was. My dick feel invisible. What they call? My dick is invisible. Oh, God. I was trying not to make the accent to be racist, you guys. That's not racist if it's good. That's not racist. See, hold on. We're comedians back. Back to being a comedian. Yeah, right. That that's just the South Park. Act. I don't know if anyone watches South Park. I know people in New York don't, but that's just the, that's just the classic South Park of like, uh, um, was uh, when he answered the phone, he's just like, "Welcome to Shoot Your Park. How can I help you?" <laughs> oh yeah, that sounded just like him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I was playing video games with my friend one day, and we were just like going back and forth, and he just goes, "Oh God damn it, they turned me into Vision Bear," and I was like. How'd you just, why do you get the, the Asian accent all of a sudden? I was like, you couldn't just say invisible? He's like, yeah, just invisible. I was like, hmm, invisible. You guys remember um, that girl from Mad TV? What was her name? Um, she had the accent like this. Oh, yeah, wow. She, she was? Uh, I think no. she was. No, no, but no, no, like, I think she might have been white playing an Asian. Miss. Um, no, I know what you're talking name? about. She yeah. had like the straight yeah, bangs. Yeah, the bangs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Question How is everyone on Marvel movies and the Avengers? Can we can we talk about that or no? Uh, no we can talk about you, you it. I don't know that I have it. answers yeah, for you, but I can try. <laughs> so what are the what are your feelings <laughs> yeah, about these? Damn it! No, I just uh, and Endgame is coming out soon. That's like the the last like trilogy of the Avengers. And like last, I was watching the last Avengers that's on Netflix, and it was just really good. There's a lot of moments in there that are like heart heartbreaking. It's a really good movie. You have you watched it? Endgame? No, I no, no, no. Trailer. Endgame's coming out. I'm talking about The Last Adventure. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. I saw it. I saw when they all died. I thought it was a good movie. Good. Well, spoiler of... alert. They, they don't all die. They all die. Oh, at the... Oh, yeah. So, okay, I'm sorry. If you haven't seen the movie by now, then you don't care. Because the new one's about to come out. Long story short, Thanos, the, the villain, he, he's trying to find, like, five stones. And he finally gets all of them. Right. And his whole theory is... That's that, like, big stone-looking motherfucker? Yes. Okay, all so right. So, the right. whole... His, his whole thing is he's not a villain... That if life doesn't go unchecked, um, it will go into extinct. His whole thing is his home planet. It was amazing, but there was too many people, and then they wouldn't listen to him because he wants to do mass genocide at random. So he was like, "Listen, if I just find all the what? stones, he's like, if I find all the stones and at a snap of my fingers, painlessly, half of the p- humanity will disappear, and everyone will live happily ever after." So at the end of the movie, he finally gets all of them, throws a snap, and then you just watch like. Because, you know, the whole thing with the Avengers is they finally bring every single character from all these single movies onto one picture. So it's awesome. It's like an amazing movie. And then all of a sudden they just all they just die. And it's like it's pretty fucked because like you're they, they cut the scenes of like characters and you're like, I love that dude. I love that dude. I'm OK with her. And then that one dies. That one dies. You're like, fuck, why couldn't it have been that bitch? 
<laughs> and then like Endgame's coming out. It's like April twelfth or twenty something. I was wondering if you guys are hyped for it because I'm hyped for it because I I watched the last one. Now every single day I just keep thinking. I'm like I want to know what the fuck happened. I'm kind of hyped to see the Us movie because like Sp- I want to yeah. see yeah. I want to see Us. Look at all the black. I want. I want to. No. Wait, no. Well, because I, I wanted to go sh- back to that because yeah. I was I was talking to somebody about this today. Have you ever read The Stand by Stephen King? No. No, I can't read Ooh, Stephen yeah, King. Wait, 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 wait. It's wait, like I, the longest book I've ever read in life. It's tell like me, this thick. Tell like me the story because so I do the family the guy The premise version. is um, that the government creates a super flu and the super flu gets yeah. out. And it kills 80% of the worldwide population. Like and purpose. the story is about the 20% that are left over. Mm, I never, no, I don't story. know. This. I like it's that. so intense. I'm with but that. But, like, one of the characters is, like, in New York City, and, like, 80% of the population dies in New York City. Mm. Can you imagine what the fuck that would smell like? Yes. Yes. <laughs> but you yes. could get anywhere without, like, a crowd. As long as the people that can run the subways are You know still what's alive. funny? Ashley, no, those people are all dead too. Like, <laughs> there's no the subway system is done. Yeah. Okay, you know what's funny? Did they all die on the subway? Like shit, like that yeah, one people dead on fucking the anorexic bitch the that passes out and makes shit, everybody late. It's just like everybody's just dead everywhere. Like people are just dying in their cars, or dying on elevators, yeah. or dying in the you subway. You know what's funny when, about the event? Sorry to bring it back, but when he's, you know what's funny is I realized this, and I was watching as I was watching last night. Uh, the thing with the Marvel movies at the very end, they always show like a little extra thing, right. and people yeah. stay for that shit. So Thanos' whole thing is snap, have people die, and the whole <laughs> scene is people like in the jungle. So in the jungle, when people are dying, they're just standing there. Okay, and then they at the very end of the movie, they cut back to like the city. And you start seeing people die, cars start crashing, helicopters keep falling. And in my head, I'm like, okay, people are going to die painfully from all these random, like, car crashes and all that shit. And then I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, he didn't think about that. And if he really was trying to be a good guy, he would have been like, okay, painfully, and I'm going to make it to where, like, good things happen. Maybe, like, if you have the fucking power to snap half people, you have the five stones, you have all this. You didn't think about that. Dude, I like, do there's that. a I one scene a helicopter that, literally hits a building and starts. Imagine but wouldn't you a... assume that they were already dead before this shit happened, and that's no, no, why the crash is happening? That's why, because no, no, they're because no, no, they died while. But the that's what fucking... I'm saying. Is, so now, now listen to this. So picture all this shit's happening. Your boyfriend just vanished. You're like, okay, but I'm alive. I'm alive. That's a helicopter. Holy shit! Your head gets chopped off. You survived the snapping. Right, but, because, but not the happening. Exactly. Yeah. But that's what I'm trying to yeah, say. That's, see, not pain, that's not painless. Listen, there was a whole chapter in the book, The about Stand, shit like that. about how the there was like a certain percentage of the survivors that end up doing stupid shit, like going in the and freezer and getting locked in. Get what? <laughs> yeah. Going in a freezer? Yeah, so like a, this one bitch wanted to go to it. Like she went to like a restaurant uh-huh. and wanted to get like the shit out the restaurant uh-huh. because, you know, now it's a fucking free for all. It's a fucking free for all. I would have stayed so, in the grocery store or a restaurant. But what would you do if it's a free for all, though? I might have to be a Macy's. I'd be looking fucking slick as fuck. I mean, fuck. well, if it's a free for all, that means nothing is really that valuable. You want to know something funny? When I was in Florida. I'd still be Louis Vuitton up, though. When I was in Florida. Gucci for days, bitch. Not you. Not <laughs> I still look good though. I used to think about this shit when I lived in Florida because my premise was like, like my dad because he like where he lives, like he just has like a, a pistol and like a little like and like a shotgun. So like, okay. not, not yeah. my dad's not like anything like 
country, but it's just for no, safety. No, that's just Florida. 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 Exactly. Hashtag Florida. Hashtag Florida. Ain't taking my and, guns. But, but, right. You walk in my house with a pistol right there. My dad was a cop, so he had shit ton of guns. I used to think about this shit all the time, and my premise was, I was like, all right, I would just drive to my dad's, and we would just, you know, huddle there. And when I moved to New York, I had the same thought. And I had it recently, actually. It's funny you say that. And I was thinking about it. New York is, there. there is no surviving. If you, like. We're just the, natural survivors. Man. No, like, it. it's so populated. If there was something like a disease or sometimes even like zombies, something that was like, would tear down the structure. I, I, I could you imagine the chaos of Independence Day if it, that really happened? What I'm saying like, is I've already sudden, accepted the death. I know that living here, I'm like, if that shit happens, I'm like, yo, zombies, do it. Done. Do it. Yeah, you're done. Or like Independence Day. You're not Day, getting out of here. We're like I, I, everybody's I freaking out and trying to leave like, the city. You don't have to. And in, in, when you're in an area that this is this populated, you don't have to be the fastest. You just need to be faster than everyone around you. Look at so so or smarter. You know than what's funny? You know what's funny? I think about this. So there was a podcast that I was listening to on Joe Rogan where two comedians were talking about how they were actually at, at a comedy club. It was there was in New York. I think it was during October when like. I remember, like, one time there was, like... in, in the, New York, the, When the, the, the converter exploded. We talked about this. There was a converter that exploded. Oh, yes. the sky yeah. went and, blue. And, and, the, little, and the, the sky lit up, and it was yeah. blue. And it was crazy, and so, everybody so, was freaking so out the, talking so about the, the comedians, aliens were landing. So the comedians were talking about how they came you remember out the when club, this happened? and they were... And they, and they were that. Yo, it was no. in the fall. It was in the fall. They came out, and there were some people running, and they started helping people, and they just brought people into the club because they didn't... Obviously, they don't know what's going on. And that's what I'm trying to say is, God forbid... Right now we're in this podcast studio. Shit breaks down. What the fuck do you do? Like in Florida, well, you got our space. best bet would be to stay in a fucking podcast studio. But yeah, that's I was, how dude. long is what I'm saying? That's what I'm trying to say. In New York, right. you just stay where you are. How many people are gonna die because they're just sitting because here? they started ran out because they ran out and like tried like, to. My biggest thing is I don't got a car no more. I, the subway systems you already said that shit's fucked. Bike. You need a bike. You're, you're going to go on the street? You know, yeah, fuck yeah. You need a bike. Bro, you're dead. Yeah, you go on the street and find a bike. Something. No, no, but, no but I'm saying is you're but, just biking. Well, Someone, let me get that bike. Because well, you stole that bike. So And someone sees you with a backpack full of shit. Yo, you need what? guns? I, I need transportation. No. I think that you're saying. like you going to be better that. than, than no, no, you, you think. Because that. like the whole city has like an underground tunnel system. Because like if you think back to the days of Prohibition... They had a tunnel system that went from mm. Manhattan all the way up to Canada. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, basically, like, I just feel like you kind of are going to be like a mole person until you can get the fuck out but of But also, New Yorkers ain't got time for that shit, so we'd probably just handle it. The zombies. Zombies? Yeah, I, don't I think know. so. I would just try to throw <laughs> them. probably handle it. But see, that is a whole, what type of zombies are we talking about? Are they World War Z zombies where they're like I don't fuck with those running zombies. Those extra zombies fast. are those zombies. Listen, I've, I've been, I live like, in LA for how, two years and there, instant, there are zombies out how there. How instant do you become a zombie? Because that's a whole other thing. What if like they bite you and you instantly become a zombie within 10 seconds? You gotta kill them then. That means that people get fucked. Everybody's. Yeah. These motherfuckers becoming zombies in 10 seconds? Yo, there's some zombies, but tell me you haven't no, seen I'm a zombie. No, I'm saying right here in this room, I'm saying just like this up in here. I'll be seeing zombies on the train. I do. Know. Some of these people are zombies, man. Like, you ever seen a well, guy? Well, that's that... not the zombies. You're in the Matrix at that point. Yeah, but I mean, I'll be seeing. You ever some... had it happen? You be seeing the same people. Like, oh. you seen somebody in the morning, and then at night you are on your way home from work, and all of a sudden you see the, the same, same person, motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, the fuck? 
I just think that's the government that is sending people out to watch us because we're telling jokes that are anti-Trump. I mean, it's so yo yo on the Q train on the Q train. If you ride it at on a Friday night after we do our show at like one o'clock in the morning, there are people sleeping yeah. on the train yeah. that look like bums but your shoes are not dirty bitch you don't look dirty there's oh, nothing dirty, dirty about no, you like you have an them... NYC NYPD hat on like why the fuck you had that no, on no a lot of are them are sleeping? undercovers cause like They're my dad cops. my dad was um, in street crimes why are you mad when at I was that little, and so like my dad would pretend to be like a homeless person on the street to wait for someone to try to rob him and then they would arrest him. What? Like like yeah. So that's like that's fucking awesome. That's like a thing. But like, that's uh, Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. that. I don't know how I feel about that. What? Yeah. Yo, I, should, I lived with I'm that. Not, I don't yeah. I'm not saying how no, no, do you no, feel no, about no, it. How, I'm just saying how how like, I know. Exactly. how are you not into that? How are you not into I'm that? Not into I that. move to the next car when I see that happening. No, 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 no. Just because no, no. I feel, I, I feel I that. No, no. Uh, what are you saying? You're not with the I'm people not, sleeping or the people? No, the setup. Getting robbed. The, the setup. setup. The setup. The setup. Right. setup. And there's a whole setup. It. Yeah, I don't like. There's a person. That's, and then when my dad thought like he was being funny, you. he would like come home still dressed as a bum and like open the door and then like be like, Bruh! and and I would like when I was little, I'd get like scared of shit, and I'm like, there's a homeless man breaking into our apartment, and my mom's like, that's your dad. I'm like, it's not my dad. And I'd lock my son in the bathroom. My mom would make him take his makeup off and be like it's dad makeup they put makeup dude on. Yeah, yeah they, they have I, makeup yeah. artists that I, there make is them a look homeless there's thing. like a whole so yes. what was the bait to get them to try to rob a home what kind of person do you have how down do you have to be and, <laughs> to go rob a homeless and you think person? it's fucked that they're getting set up because that's what i'm saying is the reason why he did that is because the NYPD goes okay we're having an issue with homeless people getting robbed I don't think homeless people have a lot of like, or people getting robbed in general because like. But how low are your standards? They don't always look homeless though. Sometimes they look like construction workers. Like, but this is what I'm saying is okay. Let's just let's just paint it. Let's just paint like two 17 year old kids. Like, you know, I'm I'm not gonna try to put a color to them because everyone's gonna get. I'm just saying two regular 17 year old kids. Let's say one black, one white, whatever. When you're young and you're dumb and, like, maybe you're going to New York, your family's not so whatever, you see a homeless guy and, like, they do have little cups of, like, whatever, whatever, and, like, it's an easy target. You know that that dude going to the police, it's like, that's a fucking joke. That's an easy target. If I robbed you, Rodney, like, you're up and at him, like, you're gonna be like, I remember them, like, I'm, I'm pissed about this, you're gonna put up a fight. No homeless man's putting up a fight. Second of all, any homeless man going to the cop being like, I got robbed, they're gonna be like... What he looked like, he'd be like, I don't know. Like, but that's a sales. Be you kind of you were you maybe yeah. you're making me kind of. I don't agree with that. No, that's nah, what I'm trying to say. Nah, is nah, so so let's let's only because let's say uh, her dad is sleeping on 42nd Street. His whole his job for six hours is to play that he's asleep. Some kid walks up and go, and they know that. I'm sorry, it's the NYPD. I'm gonna give them credit. I think they know little areas that are nah, hot NYPD, spots. I don't know. NYPD. On the, the fucking cops. But on the same train, yeah, like, like cops, on the yeah. same train a couple weeks ago, I was sitting I and I saw a guy. He came through. Twenty one Jump Street. He like he like oh <laughs> he like funny. he came from one car to the next car. Uh-huh. Passed by me. Uh-huh. Then this lady was sleeping and she had her purse with her right here. Mm-hmm. He tried to grab her purse and she woke up. And I like, had the purse like like kind of like in the hook of her arm, so he couldn't like get mm-hmm. away from it. Right. But she was still kind of like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah. Disoriented because she yeah. was sleeping. Right. And he just kept going, and then got off at the next stop. So now, now tell me something. That's disgusting. Yes. Now now replace it. He pulls it, 
the person gets up, you're under arrest. Wouldn't you feel like you're scum? Like you, you, you play stupid <laughs> games, you win dumb prizes. No, that's a that's a supply and demand move, though. That's like a sales move. You're you you kind of you're kind of creating a crime scenario to to bust to bust a potential criminal person. You get what I'm saying? Like it's, it, it, how it's, are you? Like a uh, Baycar. Have right, you ever seen, it's, it's seen that show, Bay, Baycar? It's like you're, It's like it's like no. if you. You've never, never seen, seen Baycar? No. Okay. So, can I explain it? I love it. Okay. Yeah, it? this is, yeah, it's, okay. it's such a, I'm sorry, a, yeah. I just love this shit. Okay, Baycar's a great fucking show. Um, yeah. So, the co- it's literally like a cop show. They take a car that, and they put it in like, I'm it's sorry, usually like a nice escalator or something. They'll take like a Mercedes, like a black down Mercedes, and they'll put it in the fucking ghetto. Once again, like, in, they know an area that's hot. That's what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. is, and this is an older show, they'll put it in like a hot area. They'll make it look super easy, like unlock the doors, maybe put like a computer and something in it. And they'll they have like major cops and they'll like make us act like we're like we're a couple and we get into an argument and then like and then you guys you're, like, like leave. Oh like fuck you, da 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 you walk off and I'm like, babe, babe, babe. But I left the keys in the car. And then these kids will come in and literally like on video cameras, they'll come in, they'll jump in the car, they'll turn on, they'll start driving. Mm-hmm. Then the undercovers start tracking them and then eventually they shut down the car because it's controlled. And literally the car just slows down to a stop. The doors are locked and like there's literally like, and you video, can't like, get out like, of these it. kids it's are like, like kicking the windows and they're reinforced. Like you're not you getting out. out. It's like it's, a, it's, it's a never sale. in history has ever gone out. I and and I understand his <laughs> point of like you know, you're 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 putting out like you're putting a dollar on the floor and then burning someone for being like picking it up. It's like, yo, it's a fucking dollar on the floor. Like, why would you put it down there? Like, it's like putting out a, a sandwich and being like, yo, why'd you eat it? It's like, yo, you just left it out. Like, whatever the fuck it, the little analogy is. What I'm trying to tell you is, the homeless thing is different to me just because no one's out there trying to hold their backs right now. Shouldn't that be a government state issue? Like, we wouldn't have to do that. Create those scenarios if. You know, the homeless or the without were better taken care of. I don't know. Like, for me, like, none of this stuff is, like, a, like, state issue or a government issue. This is all childhood trauma for me. Like, it's just kind of like, you know, I remember my dad came, like, I went to an all-girls school, and, like, he never picked me up from school. And this one day, he he comes to school, he picks me up, and he's just like, uh, I need your, I'm like, why are you picking me up? You never pick me up. And he's just like, I need your help. I'm like, all right, like, what do you need me to do? And he's just like. Um, I'm going undercover this weekend and, uh, it's in a gay bar. I need you to fag me up. Like, and, and it's just kind of like, what? Yeah, exactly. That is bizarre. So it's just like, like for me, all of this shit is just like, <coughs> like I can't even put myself in the, what was oh, that like? Though? Was that, was that like a constant, like growing up, like as a child, like it was like a weird situation with your dad being a cop in this particular type of work. Yeah. Yeah. It always was. Yeah. So wow. now, so I don't. Now that we've like talked about it a little bit, I want to know everyone's <laughs> opinion on it. The, the 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 homeless, the same scenario. Are you for that? Like with what what your dad did? Like, were you ever at one point, even now looking back at it, were you kind of like, all right, like maybe he was in the right, or that's still kind of fucked to you? I don't think that matters. Though. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest with you, like legit, all this stuff is just childhood trauma. That's why um, this close. But to like, uh, I'll say that I don't think that percentage wise, there's any difference between having a cop pretending to be homeless or having a a uniformed officer like yeah, pretending to be this, a civilian. Yeah, yeah, like like, but not even pretending to be civilian. If you had cops on the beat, like walking down the street. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is as effective as arresting a person trying to rob a homeless person as if that homeless person was pretending to be homeless. 
Like, I don't think that that was actually making the city any safer. If anything, I think if right. you just saw, like, uniform cops, like, walking down the street, that probably less people in general right. would be getting robbed than having, like, one Little undercover setups. cop, like, waiting to get Because they robbed. do it for people who jump the turnstile. I've been, I've yeah. jumped the turnstile, <laughs> and then they come out of nowhere, they're in civilian clothing, hey, I'm, it's a Metro PD or whatever it is. And yeah. I got, I got a ticket for people. Right, and you're just so, like, I do so you guys so are playing so dress up and sitting on don't, the train, yeah, pretending to be the passengers just to arrest people for stealing seats? And honestly, but if you saw a uniformed cop there, you wouldn't have done it. Right, like, exactly. exactly, most likely. But, that's but like, they wouldn't have, like, but the whole thing, though, is that, that's where it's the money making exactly. scheme. It's it's, it's really like a pyramid scheme right. to try to like all make money for the city. Because half exactly. the time they're not going to arrest you; they're just going to give you a ticket. Exactly, the right. ticket's going to turn into profit. They're going to run a background check. It's going to turn into money for. But it. they don't want to charge Amazon tax money so that they can go nickel and dime the regular people Boom. that you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's just kind of like I don't know. But as far as like that other shit, like that was just legit like childhood trauma like all the time Damn, i yeah. agree yeah because that's yeah, so it's it's always interesting i was watching this tv show today and she was talking about how she was married to a cop and they were just like yeah, yeah, yeah all cops like like i don't know it's like a weird situation either they're like angry they're like drunks or like they i don't know they beat their wives or something like that i wish my dad was a drunk that would explain why he was such an asshole but mm-hmm. he wasn't he was like sober and an asshole right like, that's it, even worse that's yeah worse. This is yeah. stressful jockey but i mean can you imagine you think like you grew up with all this stuff in your head? Men, uh, you know, women love a man in uniform, and I want to be a cop. I'm gonna I, I, would, I don't think, but the uniform cop the, is a good part. Of it yeah, at all. but the thing is though, when women say that, they're they're talking about like the CEO uniform. They're not talking about like cop uniform. They're not talking about I, so forty thousand like, a year uniform. I, I will like ex- say this for example. Like I went to an all girls school from sixth grade to twelfth grade. Hot. The entire time I got one like demerit like this is how like fucking trained i was is like not to do the wrong thing my dad would drug test my locker every month fuck like now i'm talking like i i'm on honor roll i (laughs) fucking help homeless youth like i am like pretty much like a kid social like i was in like all this like fucking like too much but just just, too much but like it's cool Right, exactly. Like I literally campaigned for like like the like Clinton Gore in ninety six. Like I was like the fucking pinnacle of not doing wrong shit. My dad would come into my school every month, take a swab and like swab my locker to make sure I wasn't doing drugs. Like I hadn't even had a fucking I didn't have a drink until like my senior year. But like he was just like, well, like yeah, you know I'd, what I mean. I fucking hate that. I'd probably it, be like that if I was a dad. <laughs> but I mean, it, how did you turn out to be? I mean, because well, well, I don't know. My dad's a pastor, so. But I mean, but I feel like it's kind of like similar, why, except why, every every day, like gay you, black guy's dad's a pastor. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 but is it? <laughs> yeah, it's just. It's true. like seventy five percent. Let's be real. It's like seventy five percent. Hey. But no, no, it's all right. I think I think I think you're the one that found the real way. Like, once again, it's, it's the famous joke, and I'm not. This is just a joke that goes around. It's like no one can make fun of like you know the Catholic Church t- 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 touching boys, but you know the Catholic Church is touching boys. Like that's a real fact. I want right. to go back to the uniforms though. Like right. I will never date a cop. That's what I'm saying. I have yeah. gotten head by cops in uniform, and they're stressed out. Yo, I fucked a detective out. that was on break. 
I'm pretty sure. One he, time. Yeah. Gay or straight? I mean, well, you don't know. he was gay at that point. No, 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 he, no, no. he was married. Point. He was just married. Yeah. Right, yeah. No, no, no because <laughs> yeah. that's a real, that's honestly a real thing. I like, that's. Is marriage turning sure. dudes gay, man? What's up with that? A lot of gay, you know, and married dudes love strip clubs. So I hate the strip club. And mar- like, married I feel like married dudes are blowjob opportunists. They don't care. <laughs> yeah, they are. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's what it is. It's like, oh, you took the words out of my mouth. Because like, I feel like, yes, you know, the why is not blowing. You're not blowing your husband. And enough. think about you it. You need to blow him every day, bitch. As a cop, like, you're always busting like tr- prostitution and like, you know, trannies possibly in certain areas. That you you can't say the T word. Trannies? No. Yeah, you can't yeah, say that. Yeah, that is a very... Yeah, you can't say that. Oh. You know what's funny? A- Andrew Schultz had a great... Yeah, it's like no, a- grandmother a- granny. A- a- yeah, Andrew Schultz had a great joke. He was like, anything with the Y at the end, it's just endearment. Like, you take a grandmother, she's your granny. Yeah. You know, you have a, you have a, uh, no, someone that takes care of you. That's your nanny. I, for my audience base, I must say that you can't say the T word. Okay, but, we... What, no. what, uh, what would I say? It's transphobic. Yeah, no, That's you, a, a trans, transphobic. You can wait, say wait, transgendered, yeah, yeah. a trans person, a, tra- a trans person. So if they pick up a trans person, I think a lot of times they they dabble. I don't know for whatever reason, you know, be, just because they're, I mean, they're out patrolling the streets at night. Cer- certain type, you know, certain people that they're encountering, you know, they're like, hey, I'm on the shift. It's overnight. You know, I won't arrest you. Maybe if you blow me in the back of this cop car, you know. I just seen that. I watch a lot of TV. I'm just saying. I watch a lot of TV. But that's yeah. no, I think that's TV, a lot that's of real life. Yeah, that's yeah. real life. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. it's, it's I mean, like literally real life. As yeah. much as you're patrolling the the evils of the night, you're definitely tempted to. I don't know. You're just try something. Bored. In a lot of situations, the difference between like cops and gangsters is a uniform. Like right. To be exactly. honest, it's like they they all kind of live in this like shady underworld of society. I think like, every time a cop sees money, he should take it. Uh, Every time, no, you guys wait, are you guys are questioning they, my morals. I understand, I understand, but you got to think about it. How stressed would you be if your job was to protect the United States citizens, of the United States? You know, people hate you. People want to kill you. Your life is on the line twenty four seven. You get paid forty three thousand dollars a year. But that's without overtime. Um, and and then, but but why should a cop have to work? 80 hours a week to provide for his family and work because for people who mostly don't care for Because they should have gotten better grades. That's right. I, but but hey, you say Ooh. that. You, thank you. You say that's that. That's the one thing that is number levels. one in America Bullshit. is people not putting in an effort and then they're like, you, you and, 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 then we, and then we feel sorry that like their jobs are shitty. Like, what? Like, what? Like, but, like, honestly, like, that's that. like a, a rookie salary when they're starting, but like when they're in 10, 15, if you 20 really, years, if you really wanted, they could you be really pulling in become, 150 yeah, grand something, a year. You can. And why should you be pulling in 150 grand a year because you fucking. Shot. Like, it's, it's, it's like, oh, so like, I feel like there's two personalities that become cops. Mm-hmm. They're the bullies and the kids that were bullied. Yes. Like yes. that that is just it. Mm-hmm. And both of them were too dumb to become FBI. Yes. So it's just kind of like Ooh. I I don't know. And and then I and I like grant I have a lot of family that's in law enforcement and they hate every time that I say any of this and you know something uh, my tax money pays for the right for me to say it, but um, it, it's just it's just a weird kind of thing, and and I go into this all the time, but 
I think that we need, as a society, if we want to improve our justice system, if we want to improve our police force, I think that we need to raise the bar on the education levels that that allows you to become a police officer. Agreed. Although that it's it's become a little bit better, like they have to at least have an associate's degree now. But like before, they just literally had to like. Even then there's still turnarounds because when like I'm just saying from like Florida people that I know, a lot of people just go like you know what RTC is? Yeah. Like yeah. every every kid that I knew was just like an RTC kid. RTC kids then go to the army. Right. When they come back from the army, they go, "What do I do?" And they're a little fucked up, and they've always been a little fucked up. As you said, they're either the bullies or the ones that get bullied. Right. Most of the time, RTC is the ones that get bullied. Like the and then they come too. back, and then like we, they go, "Okay, we'll pay for you to do things." They go, "We'll pay for you to become a cop." Right. And now they're like twenty eight, going on their thirties, and they've only ever been doing this like this life of that's, just. That's my next my next level, though. Is that I don't believe that. Any veteran that has seen any action or combat should be in the police department in a capacity that they interact with the public. Absolutely. I think that if they do, they should be on like a training level or a desk level because here's the problem is that they've been trained to see the world in two perspectives, our side or the enemy. And when you become a cop, all the cops are our side and all the public is the enemy and you can't untrain someone out of that mentality. Yeah. And so like what ends up happening is that they, they see somebody walking down an alley, they have their hands in their pocket and it's just like, that's the enemy. That's the enemy. That's That's, that's honestly such a great, I've never thought of it that way. That is a great point. I do want to reiterate what you said just because I did love that. The fact that these people go out to the army, they only train to you as my bros that's the enemy. We have to kill them. They come back. They become cops. Who's on the other side of the law? Civilians. Everybody else. Exactly. So it's, it's, and that's one thing that I was even talking to my girlfriend about this is it's, I hate that, you know, and I say humans because, you know, you have to look out, you have to look at yourself sometimes. Humans never want to adjust to talk about the fact that things happen and you do things that yourself even realizing them. Like the subconscious and like things that you've been ingrained, like your dad being a cop, will always have some type of effect on you. Maybe, like, you know, you're a little, when you do your shows and you're producing, you're a little more tight or knit, whatever, how it fucking right, gets right. you. And that's what it is, is you if you if you ask, and that's one thing about, you know, like... You know, I run a tight ship, I can admit. I, yeah, I can totally admit that. But that's that. the one thing is when these people come back from training, maybe they'll ask them, like, how do you feel? They don't know how the fuck they feel. Like, I don't know about you, but have you ever, like, gotten into an argument? You're like, I don't know why I'm upset. Like, I don't know why right now this is pissing me off. Like, this shouldn't piss me off so much. Right. And that's, like, that's the biggest thing I think with them is, like you said, is they come back and it's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, you you know the skill set. Go into it. No one ever looks at their mind. And, like, they're too scared to be like, okay, we're not going to make you a cop because we're scared. So they're going to be like, no, we're going to make you a cop, but we're not sure. Oh, fuck, you shot someone. All right, my bad. We fucked up. We fucked up. Yeah, yeah. We, and then it's like, like how we say, the FBI always does the research. They know they're, neglig- they're ne- negligent. And then when that one person does shoot someone else by accident, we fucked up. We bad. We did know. We should have made a mistake. There's still people in the system that are fucked up, but they haven't done anything big enough that anyone knows. 
Right. So they stay in the system. They stay the course. But it's kind of like like bad priests. It's kind of like you have priests that go around molesting kids and they just bounce them from like like parish to parish. They just move. You've got the same situation with bad cops that they just bounce them from precinct to precinct. Like, you know, like desk job to desk job or like they'll go to like a smaller town or something. And they're not really assessing like the real problem. And the real problem is like. And I say this, and I've gotten hate mail for this from my other podcast or whatever. No way. But it's like, you know something? A very high percentage, more than 50% of police have PTSD. Absolutely. And if you look at PTSD, it it has so many different forms, and it, it pops up at different times. And I'm not saying that, like, you can blame them. For having a disease, but what I am saying is that you can blame the city, the state, the federal government for not acknowledging that these people have a very volatile disease that will cause them to do things that are very spontaneous. Absolutely. Like, you know, it's like... And like you said with the enemy thing, like, is... You, you, you're in a line where, you know, you don't want to die. Now you say that's the enemy idea. So if you're in a car and don't know that there's like, there's scary videos I've seen online. And you want to talk about PTSD. Like I have a level of PTSD just from seeing fucked up videos. Like I was telling him the other day, I got, I literally at one time in Florida got so mad at my friend because he showed me a fucked up video of a guy getting shot and it was no blur, no nothing. I was like, yo, I don't want to see that. Like, no, I, I get it. I'm yeah. I, like, I get it. Like I'm a funny guy. I'll tell some fucked up jokes. But like, there's a level. I'm like, yo, what? Of certain stuff that you can't. What fucking human needs to see that? What human needs to see? And now you're working a job where you go up to a scene and you like, (laughs) you see a girl that maybe looks like your fucking sister, and you don't ever talk about these things. And now the the government doesn't want to pay for therapy. Okay, whatever the fuck it is, you you don't want to talk about these things. That's fucked up. That's fucking crazy. So now it gets back to the fact of just like, how you were saying with um. It's it's the enemy aspect. It's always like so when you see someone, you go to a car, they move a, a, a quite a white whatever way. If you're in if you're in fucking Pakistan and someone does that and you shoot them, I'll be honest, it's probably no consequences. Right. And they're probably ingrained in that. Right. You're, you're telling me that someone that never speaks your language has they have no tie to America. You shot them. Well, I thought it was this. I made a mistake. You made a mistake on someone's life. Right. And now you're and like I'm sorry if, if you you become a comedian and you get booed. Guess what? That's part of the fucking game. I'm not saying you right. died after because right. that's a fucking that's a link. Even though you feel like it afterwards. Exactly. But <laughs> you you took on that job. And that's the one thing I was trying to say before is if you choose a thing, you, you better be ready for the consequences. Just like acting, bro. If if you were if you were to complain to me every single day how much like acting, all these things, and we've talked about these things, and I know and I know you feel what I'm feeling, and we, we talk about these things, but at the end of the day, <laughs> we, we wouldn't trade it for anything, and I know that you know that, I know that you know, I know that. But that's what I'm trying to say is with the cops. I don't feel bad for them because it's, it's like, guess what? You can do something else. I don't care if you're 34. I know it's hard to reset your life. But at the end of the day, you, you, I mean, you, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, say it's 34. Because, I mean, somebody has to be in the army. So I'll say why I say 34. I was thinking like six years in the army and then five years of like a police. And then you start realizing I can't fucking do this. This is killing me. Then you, then guess what? The the government needs to start putting you work a fucking desk job, like you were saying. There's jobs in the NYPD. You don't need to see dick, right? But like these guys have like invaluable skills at like like kind of when you're saying like okay, when 
these guys are in combat and they see somebody that's acting weird at a checkpoint and maybe they know there's certain tells when someone's got an IED in their car. Yes, that, they that's should, crazy. They should train other people when you see someone that is doing X, Y, and Z, the probability of them having something in their car is this. However, I don't think that you need to put that individual in a situation where they are dealing with people in cars <coughs> because, like, you know something? Maybe somebody's got Tourette's and they just are winky and blinky because exactly. they've got Tourette's. It doesn't mean that they actually have explosive in their car. Right. But some people just get nervous around cops in general. Some people just I know, get I, know, I, I literally – I you want, thank you for saying that because I've – from being in Florida, I've gotten into at least like five running with the cops and that's just being pulled over <laughs> and like – one, I was driving behind a place when I didn't know there's a police station, and the guy pulled me over because I, um he thought I stole my car, and it was so sketchy because I was high as fuck, and he brought me and my friend out the car, and it was so scary. And I literally told him the first thing I said, I go, bro, I have bad anxiety, and especially around cops. And he was so nice. He's like, yo, there's no reason to have anxiety. I was like, okay, I just want you to know, like, I'm if I'm acting weird, it's because this shit literally stresses me the fuck out, and like I don't mm-hmm. like this at all. And my friend was like, yo, he like really doesn't like this shit. And I was like, dude, like I don't, and I don't. And there's been times where every, that's the first thing I say to a cop is, dude, I have anxiety, and, and it always, and I can't do cops because I start becoming like, I start thinking the worst, bro. I start, I, I overthink, and when you're overthinking, oh, yeah. that's a fucking killer. Just, like, especially when they walk back, they like they come up to your car and then they walk back to their bro. car to to the cop car. You just think it's, I'm going to jail, I'm going to jail, <laughs> and I, oh, I, God, I didn't I'm even do jail. anything. Oh God, I'm going to jail. Ooh. Let me I, try to test my baba. I don't know. Like, but I, I act extra gay. That's how I'm going to lie to That's how I get ever worked? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Wow. Yo, Definitely. Can I tell you my go-to? And like, this oh, my God. Is, you know what I go to? I act as young as possible. I one time got pulled over. I was leaving my shift, and I was contemplating in my head, do I go to Wendy's or just go home? And I was like, am I hungry? But it's late. I'm hungry, but I'm tired. But I'm hungry, but I'm tired. The last second, I said, fuck it. Got into the left lane, and I realized now I w- it was night, and I'm just driving kind of sketchy because I couldn't make it out of my mind. And I was like, do I make a right or do I make a U-turn? Do I make a right or do I make a U-turn? And I fucking moved, made a U-turn. There's a car behind me. It's fucking Florida. I said, fuck it. There's a red light. No one around me at 12 o'clock. I'm, making this- I'm busting this U-turn. Bro, the second my car is, like, here, boom, like, pulls me over. I swear to God, like, I turned into a fucking 16-year-old. I And, and like, and I, I was working security, and I'll, I'll tell you one thing right now was – so, even my someone told me that I worked with was like, yo, when you're wearing your uniform, you get pulled over, they treat you different. And I was like, I get that. And I was like, and that's weird. And I wasn't wearing like a uniform, but I'm a security guard. So I had like a little vest or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I went, I went so kid with it. I was like, I was like, I just didn't know if I wanted to go get food because I'm not trying to spend the money because I've been working a lot, bro. I just did overtime, all this stuff. And he like, and I told him about the anxiety. He came back and he was nice. And I've only had like Dude, two you're white. He wasn't going to arrest you anyway, bro. Nah, bro. I'll be real. <laughs> Yo, I almost got my uh, car towed, and uh, this is this is a good story. This is the one time that, like, this is my sketchiest night of my life. Went to a high school party. This is the sketchiest night of my life. Went to a high school party, had a great fucking time, had a couple of drinks. I don't get that fucking crazy. I'm, I'm, more, I'm more of into a weed. What do you mean? It was a high school party. You having drinks. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. So I was drinking in high school, but I don't get too crazy. <laughs> no, you know, I was saying, I'm more into, like, weed. So I'll like I you, see you see now. I've only, I've only drink yes, but like <laughs> I, that, I work at a bar though. I've grown up. Yes, I'm 21. But... <laughs> I was fucking 16, 17, 18 at the time. I was 17 at the time. Okay, so back to the story. I had a couple of drinks, smoking the more of the night. My two best friends are destroyed. At one point in the night, my friend that's fucked up. We're all playing beer pong. We hear splashes in the pool. Fucked up. I have a big um Ford Explorer. 
I'm leaving the party. Um, a couple that I know are like, yo, can you please drop us off home? Like, we're right on the corner. Like, our ride ditched us. And it was him and his girlfriend. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be scum. And then the whole night, bro, one of my friends, um, so I had two best friends. One dipped in his own car, and I was with my other best friend that fell in the pool. And there was another kid that he, there was just like this random, I'm not sure if he mean, but he was just like a random black kid that I'd never set, seen in my life. And he had dreads. And he was just like, I've never met him once. Never once. Thought I'm good. And um, never met him once. But he was with my other friend because they played basketball together. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yo, I'm sleeping at Greg's house. Greg lives, like, in my neighborhood. He goes, I'm sleeping at Greg's. He left. I'm sleeping at Greg's. He left. And I'm like, all right, bro, I'll drop you off at Greg's. Jump in the car. We're driving home. And dropped them off. Went out my way. So now I'm waiting for the street. It's there's a, it's like a two-way street. And there's, like, a little right turn for the left lane for you to go this way. So I made an illegal. So, like, instead of making a right... I went into the illegal mid lane and make a left I'm to my road instead of having to go make a U-turn. As I'm doing this, I'm driving, I'm driving, this, someone behind us. And this black kid, I've never met him, he just keeps going, bro, slow down, you're going to get pulled over. Bro, slow down, you're going to get pulled over. And, like, my friend's drunk as fuck, no shirt on. He's, he was only screaming at me, fucking make the left, make the left. And I did it. I get pulled over. I'm sitting there. I got a ticket at a party a couple weeks earlier. I never saw the ticket. My license is expired because I never paid the ticket now. Oh, now now we're fucked. Now there's some youngins in a car, fucked up on some alcohol, definitely weed in the car, and I ain't got no license, and I want to go home. It's two in the morning. Now I'm fucked. I'm like, who am I gonna call? What, what am I gonna do when I go to fucking if jail? You tell me you got out the situation. You gonna go to let jail. me tell you how I got out this bitch. Um, <sighs> this is some this is some crazy shit. <laughs> right? No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. So I get pulled. I get pulled over. Cop goes, license expired, and I'm like, what? And he starts telling me, he goes, this is what, he goes, one of two things is going to happen. He goes, he goes, one thing is going to happen is we're going to impound the car. The only way the car doesn't get impounded is if anyone in this car can drive. And I know right now he shines a light to my uh, friend in the passenger seat. And he goes, and I know right for a fact, he's not driving. He's fucked up. He's no shirt. Just going, yeah. Like literally, that's how he responded to that answer was, yeah. Hey, my friend. I go, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. And the black kid, once again, says nothing to me, never met the kid in life. He goes, I got a license. And the cop goes, do you have it on you? He goes, nah. He goes, well, you have a license. What's your name? Writes down all the kid's information. Goes to the cop car. Like how you said, the anxiety, bro. 15, 20 minutes. And there's like two cop cars now. Like a cop car was added. They come back and they go, he's right. He has a license. So what's going to happen is, is he can drive your car. They gave me a... Three tickets on top of my other ticket. And this dude, wait, this story doesn't end. I drove back to my neighbor. This kid drove my car back to my hood. I go to my friend Greg. I go, yo, your homie's here. He goes, I told him he can't sleep in my crib. I go, dude, get your homie. He goes, I told him I can't sleep in my crib. I'm like, yo, this dude's not sleeping at my house. Like, my mom doesn't, like, know anybody, doesn't know this kid. So now, now, what do I do? I go, where do you live? He goes, man, I live all the way in Boyan. And that's, if you know anyone in Boca, that's like, Five stops. I've never been to Florida, but that's like five stops on the highway, which is like a far distance. That's which is like a twenty-minute ride this there and back. Minutes. Right, it's like yeah. forty minutes. I just got three tickets on top of another ticket. That's four tickets total. I got my license expired, and have and now I'm just sitting in my house. It's four in the morning, and I have this random kid I've never met in my life. What do I do? Jump in the car and drive him home. I'm doing eighty-five on the highway. He's going, bro. You better be careful. I said, bro, you better shut the fuck up because if, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be doing this. I was pissed. Can't give you, they can't give you another ticket if they pulled you over. No. Yeah, they can't. No, 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 no. They can't. If they pull me over, you know what's happening? Your boy is going to jail. 
because they'll look at the ticket. But they if go, you were see, here's the whole thing though. If you were black, you would have been in jail. <laughs> None of that would have so happened. I will say that oh, as okay. a black person experiencing blue privilege, so like blue privilege. So now I, I'll give you a, like an example. So now I am 16. I have a junior license, and I'm like. I was in a club in Manhattan. I'm not going to say how I got in said club, but my friend, I went with my friend and um, <laughs> it, it could have been the limelight. Um, <laughs> and so like I'm with my friend and her older sister. And so we got there. But at this, like I can't drink because like if I go home smelling like alcohol, drunk, like my life is over. So like I was like straight edge back then, but I used to club more for the clothes and the atmosphere, but not for the booze. So now we're coming home. Everybody is fucking wrecked. I'm the youngest person. I've got a junior license, but all the people that drove us are drunk. My friend is drunk. Her sister took their parents' car to drive us. And so now they're just like, well, you're the only sober one you had to drive. I'm like, all right. So I get in the car and there are six of us in a two-door Mustang. No. And people sitting on top of each other. Yeah, I know that, I know that move. Like, I, just, I had a visual right there. So, oh, I know, you know that move. That's like a classic oh, yeah. one night every, like, seven years type shit. Oh, yeah. Right. And so now we're driving down Christopher Street, and there's, like, some, like, S&M leather shop that's, like, on the side of the street. So you're in and, Soho. And so, like, I'm Dead. stopped at a red light. And all the girls like, oh, my God, look at that. They're assless chaps and they're hanging out of the fucking Mustang. And so now there is a cop standing at the corner that sees them hanging out of the car. He just wants some pussy. And he pulls me over. And from so the, he's standing and pulls he's, you over Yeah, from he's the standing. Corner? He's pulling me over from the sidewalk because he's like, you, <laughs> over, over. You're just driving away. You're like. No, I didn't. Wait, he was on like, foot? He was on foot and he what pulled you- me over. Because like I know, not like drive away. That's I'm not going to drive away, and I'm like yeah, yeah. 16. That's actually, running from the law. And so like I pull over, and then he like comes over to me, and I I have my PBA card over my license because that's how you roll when you got a PBA card because you need them to see it before you pull your license out. What's a so, PBA? Uh, Police Benevolent Association. Thank you. And so now I'm just, he's like, oh, I need your license and registration. And I'm like, I'm sorry, sir. I have a license. I'm not sure about the registration or the insurance. This is not my car. He's like, why is this not your car? And I'm like, it's their car. And they are passed out. And so then he's just like, all right, let me see. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So like then I'm just like, oh, I'm sorry. My license is under my PBA card. And so, like, I, like, literally, and I'm like, oh, I think it's under here. So, like, he's looking at it. And so then he's just, like, PBA. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, my dad is, um, you know, Sergeant Smith. And then he's just, like. I see what you're saying, blue privilege. Right. And so then he's just kind of like, oh, yeah, is he? And I'm like, yeah. So then, like, he looks at it. He's like, Yonkers? You from Yonkers? I'm like, yeah. So then he goes over to his partner. (laughs) And so then he was just like, oh, she says that she's, uh, you know, uh, Sergeant Smith's daughter. And then, like, his partner comes over to me. He's like, you Smitty Jr.? And I'm just like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I haven't seen you since you were five years old. 
And I was just like, what? And I, I was just like, oh yeah. He's like, your dad's a real fucking asshole. And I'm just like, that's some only movie shit. That's dope though. And, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, he is. And then he's just like, listen, I'm not fucking with your dad. I'm gonna be on fucking foot patrol for the next twenty years. Listen, what? You're gonna tell all these girls get the fuck out of the car. We're gonna be over here. You're gonna drive around the corner. You leave one of them in there that's at least 21. You got one of these that's 21? Yes, I do, sir. You leave the 21-year-old in the car because you need to have somebody that's an adult in the car with you. Tell the rest of these chicks, get the fuck out of the car. They meet you at the corner. We're going to stay over here. Then you tell these bitches to stay inside the fucking car. And I was just like, yes, sir. And so then I was like, guys, you got to get out of the car. Did he say it like that? He said exactly like that. (laughs) He said it exactly the fuck like that. Wow. And then I was just like, okay, sir. And then he was just like, all right, can you get all the way back home? And I'm like, I don't exactly know where the West Side Highway says once I turn around this corner. And he's just like, you're just going to slowly, you're going to slowly go back the way you came from, but you're going to give us enough time to get off the street so we don't pull you over again. I'm like, yes, I will, sir. So I was just like, guys, you got to get out of the car. You got to get out of the car. Leave her into the car. You go rock around the other side of the street. I'm going to pick you back up. Some gangster. Some gangster shit. But, like, this is, like, like, I've been pulled over in semi-quasi. Like, I've never been, like, I've been, like, in the wrong where I'm too young to drive, but I'm also the only sober one. So it's just, like, I I tell them. I see what happened. I'm just like, listen. Yeah, I've got a junior license, but do you want the sober young kid driving or do you want the of age drunk kid driving? Like I, I, I had a devil's choice right here. <coughs> right. You know, like what do you want me to do? You so privileged. Uh, it's so like you know, what I mean? but like this is like most kinds of situations, and like so I still can kind of because like I know the things to say that they're just kind of like, and I've been pulled over. I've been sounds ha- like your dad has a name though. My dad, yeah, my dad, fair, I, a little bit of fair in some people. Yeah, he's heading up to do the asshole. Yeah, yeah. I was detained once for six hours, and then had the guy detaining me apologize to me because I was just no. kind of like, yeah. your dad you know, works for the mob. You know what? You know what's funny is I, I want to play like daddy stories. Oh, he's a cop. But my like my dad when I lived in Boca Raton, <laughs> Boca Raton is like a lot of money, but it's a really small community if you right. know Boca. And my dad had like his company. And I remember one time when I was in high school and I was getting a job, and the guy goes, Negri. He goes, your father Sam? Sounds like he said Negri. His last name trips me up. I can't say my own name now, people. I'm getting slammed for my own name. I, lo- I love it, though. Just it's make like, sure um, it's a hard eye. It hard eye. black, though. That's <laughs> the funny <laughs> thing. Yeah. Yeah. His last name actually means black, though. That's the funny thing. No, it literally means yeah, black. It means black. It's Italian Jewish shit. Like, it means, like... Um, no, but uh, my, because my... I think it's because my great my, my grandfather is from Egypt. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I don't know if... Okay. Fuck that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh... Fuck, what'd you... No, what my story? That's you're Sam. Is about. your father oh, Sam? Yeah, so, so he goes, he goes, is your father Sam? Yeah. I was like, yeah. He goes, motherfucker. And I was like, I don't know if you're about to kick me out, kick my ass, or, like, what's going on here? And, like, that's what I was saying. Like, it's such a weird feeling when, like... It's also the same thing as, like, I had older siblings. I'm the youngest. So I, w- I went to, like, similar schools. Right. So every once in a while, it's like, Nagri, is your brother Corey? I'm like... Yeah, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, okay. I'm like, am I, are, you, are we about to be homies or do you, are you going to fucking shoot me? Right. And like, it's a weird, I was saying it was like a weird feeling. And it's like almost like some shit where it's like, 
it's, it's like almost hus- like hush. It's like what happened with you two? Right. They so, they so like, privileged. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. They so privileged. That's not being privileged. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's just having a dad, DC. No, that's no, but like, I guess I can't no, relate. but like, I, I can definitely, <laughs> I can definitely say that I had like, you know, I grew up with blue privilege. So like, it's just like, yes, I'm black, but I'm black with blue privilege. So like, I, I feel like Ronnie grew up with blue balls. <laughs> sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. It happens. But I mean not for Rodney. <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, sure. You're busting so, more like... nuts than anyone I know. <laughs> <laughs> this dude's like Word. a fucking squirrel in the wintertime. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we really and... should take a break, you guys. Oh, we should break? take a break. Yeah, yeah. We should take a break before I don't like we breaks. I know, oh, I know, but we have to. Uh <laughs> quickly, where can people <laughs> follow you on social media? Dylan. Guys, at Dylan J. Negri on social media. Also at Hot Judic. That's also my new Instagram. Make sure to go at Hot Judic and I'll be doing Broadway you, at every Friday day. Uh DC. you can follow me at only DC Williams on Instagram. That's zero N L Y D C Williams. Okay, you guys, we will be right back. Right this babe. is Big Talk and Brewskies. Yeah, big talking brewski. Marissa Smith is who you see. What a cooler combo in here. Crack a cold one, we're on the air. Big talking brewski. Marissa Smith is who you see. What a cooler combo in here. Crack a cold one, we're on the air. Kicking back, having a few beers, we're chatting. Pull up your chair, we're all relaxing. Any subject, we never dismiss. Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith. Comedy, sex, relationships, more. Any subject, we got it in store. Big talking brewskis is coming in live. Crack when open, Marissa has arrived. Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith. Hey guys. Special Sunday edition of Big Talking Brewskis. I am still Marissa Smith. I have, as always, Rod and Daniels with me. What up, guys? I got Sunday. I got Smokey Dylan Negri with me. (laughs) What up, boys? And I got DC Williams. What's up, guys? What's up? Like, that is literally the thing I tell you every single time you come here. Don't and I do, break the rule every single bre- time. Every fucking time. No smoking weed in the studio? No, no. It's, so, there's no smoking in the studio. Even though it's, it's a vape, I understand you're a millennial and you're like, eh, it's not real smoking. Vaping douchebags, no, no, like, I can't no, stand not, You see him at the Oscars? And I tell you every time. You, you can join the hot box, Marissa. You see him at the I'm, Oscars? I'm, I'm not about the hot box. I'm about, it's big talking brewskis, not big talking buds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, buds. Yeah. yeah, that's that's that's, that's next Rodney's week. The, the sign's gonna be changed. Yeah, yeah it's like, I it's, like, that it's like, yeah, it's like literally they like don't smoke in here, and then like you never listen. Okay, uh, yeah. <sighs> what I up, know. guys? How we doing on this beautiful Sunday? Can we talk about the show out. on Friday? How to I had to finish off. It was uh, it was a good show. Yeah, it was, I mean yeah, it was no, good. It, wasn't it was show. it was tough. It was like. It was tough. Yeah, it was a good, but tough show. I feel like I'll everything uh, that could go wrong kind of went wrong. Really? Explain to me, talk because I, I, I'm sorry, it but I, I did, I did do a uh, Russian exit and just I don't know what that means, but Irish. That was an Irish, Irish exit. Yeah, yeah. Irish, Irish, yeah. Yo, I'm just <laughs> fucking with so everyone. Yeah, <laughs> Russian exit. No, it was, it was just like what is a Russian exit? 
I was gonna say that. Too. When you go, that I'm sounds, out of here. That um, sounds pornographic, though. I don't know. Okay, okay, right. Right. Please, yeah, that's a bunch of motherfuckers. That's when the first lady fucks a dog. That's yeah. oh, oh, Russian eggs. Oh, it sounds. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a hole that I don't know I about. Vodka, uh, yeah. Russian yeah. exit. Uh, please right. fuck my Russian exit. <laughs> please. What happened? Uh, I didn't leave. No, yeah, it's, you you feel like it was kind of well, yeah. There was like weird. Yeah, no, it was kind of. Okay, sh- if, if if I'm being honest, I'd yeah. say good because I didn't finish the show because as an opener, well, you opened. So, yeah. So this is what I'm saying. I opened because no matter what, any opener will leave going. That was weird because I don't think opening is always the most. But I was I lo- I loved it, but I left and I was I was even talking because I did I did do a lot of new shit. Cause I didn't want to hear myself speak again. Right. Just, I just did a show and so I did some new shit. Whatever I was playing with the crowd and I was watching the video over. And it was weird because uh, that's what I want to ask you is like, how did it finish? Because for me, I did get a, a sense of like fighting the crowd. That made sense. They opened up at a certain point. I felt like that's uh, what like I'm asking. a lubed asshole. <gasps> yeah, like a you know when you like really get in there and you just like, and you finally just spit and you're like, oh, that works. Well, no, because there's a certain point where, like where it's, it's it's too hurting, much spit. And then are we what, no, what, are, are get... we talking about opening up or talking about lubed assholes right now? No, we're talking about open and looped at. Oh, oh, oh they're the same. Because when you open up an asshole, you were like, they're both. It's kind of like an audience. I did like that transition. At the beginning, it's like not that. It's not that great, but like once you get towards the middle, the shaft is all the way in there. The balls are like slapping up against it. You're opened up, and then. You know, a breath happens, right, and you're right. just like, you know what? Wow. A breath happens, like your asshole you're just, just... <laughs> like kind of thing. And then it's you're like just Darth like, Vader. It's like Darth Vader. Like, and that's what the crowd's Wait, like. Wait, and the crowd's like, and then you're like, they're like, wow, this is actually kind of enjoyable. I'm dead. Yeah, dead. Like, I don't know. I just thought you're it was like a weird it. room. I thought that the, the crowd was weird. I felt like yeah. um, everyone was like super like... Like, I need this, I need that, I need, like, you know, so it was just kind of like, as a producer, it was like a big pain in my ass. The comics were, like, needy or, like... Yeah, like, I felt like the entire fucking... comics were needy, not necessarily the audience. No, I I felt like everybody was needy, because, like, you know, like, I check everybody in, so, like, I feel like me and Gordon are the only people that literally have to talk to every single person that enters the room, and so, like, I'm checking them in, and he's seating them. And so, like, it's. Do you guys have any drinks that are gluten free? No. Uh, do oh you, do you guys just ask know? for a gluten free drink, bitch? Oh my god! It's like, do you guys know? Like, what is the cheapest drink? Uh, two drinks. But what if I can't have two drinks? Uh, what if I can't have? Do you guys have anything that's not alcoholic? Well, what is it? Coffee or tea? What kind of tea is it? It's like, you know, it's just like... Go bitch, home. find a server. It's hey, like, go bitch, home. if you don't get in your fucking seat right now, like, it's like, I don't have time for this. It's like, why do you leave your house? What are you here for, bitch? Like, this is a show. It's, it's a comedy club. It's this a is comedy not a club. fucking tea you know, house. You know what's funny is... I don't know, you. like, what kind of oolong I, fucking green tea shit you're expecting, but you're getting goddamn Lipton's. And I, fuck you, gluten free fuck you you gluten free fuck you i'm usually really good at like starting the show and like getting some energy like even when you like when you introduce me i try to open you up to the crowd and it was always just meant like you know like when you go to make up with someone and go to shake their hand and they just kind of look at you for like a second like that one like four second pause that's how i felt the whole time it was always just kind of like make me laugh like make me laugh i was just like it was wasn't more like we're here to have fun 
No, no, yeah. absolutely. And that's why I said fighting the crowd. I told you like last week I did another show and I and you you have to fight the crowd. I fuck with it. I love I love that because it I enjoy you. I enjoyed it, but probably that's because I'm the host. Like I got up there absolutely. like fucking ten times. You just keep doing it. I keep getting up there. Like no, hey, and that's what, eventually you're just like I'm the continuity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And That's it's great. like, you know, and then like for the comics, like I felt like the comics were all like, I need to be here. I need to do this. I need to do that. Yeah, there was like, wasn't you know, there one there was bitch that like paid you? Yo, I'm so, I'm so sorry if so I like, like move like, flats. Thank you for just like, I then you put me off. And I was like, all right, I just, I, I enjoy, I, I really always. No, because like you were just like, oh, like, do you need help? And, and like, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, and I'm like, fine, like, you That's know. That's what I'm saying. I appreciate it that you were able to. I didn't know you were dealing with that shit. So I'm saying I appreciate you were able to just be like, yo, got you. Because that's what I was telling him. I was like, it. I always hate when comics are kind of like they like they roll in late and then just like, I don't know. I feel like there's a, a point in place. And even then it's like. Let's say you're like a pro comic and you're really famous in this game. You should still be treating it as if a professional. I'm sorry, but like I, I, I did grow Always. up with the Joe Rogan shit. I did grow up like watching Dave Chappelle when he like I, I watched him young but when the he was pros Dave Chappelle. Are always pros. But the and pros that's are what always, that's the pros what I'm are saying. Always pros. Yeah. And I, I heard recently late for shows. Recently someone um, Joe Rogan said he goes, With comedy, the fakes get exposed quick. And I'm not talking about like when you become famous. I'm talking about like even at this level, any level of comedy, you can always look around and be like Something doesn't taste right in that direction for a certain kind, yeah. and that's why I said, and that's why I said, and you know, you know, when other comics do have it right, mm-hmm. and you're just like, okay, yeah, pros are always pros, and then yeah, there, you got this one, where like, it's just like, like, this is like, and I'm not gonna name names or whatever, but I literally not, yeah. had no like a comic like offer to bribe me to put them up no. earlier, yeah, she offered cash to put her up earlier. Are you talking about me? If you paid me more money, I wouldn't have called you out in your face. Can can I can I can I just put it out there? If you're a comedian and you are listening to this and you're uh, like whatever the situation is, if you're a comedian that's listening to this podcast, you want to get into it. If you have the fucking luck to be able to put get put on any show, anything Mm -hmm. that you're talking to people that also don't do comedy in New York City, in New York City, do you? As a young comedian, the one thing that I found that pisses me the most fuck off is when you're just telling jokes to other comedians. And when and making comedians laugh is one thing, but making an audience laugh is a whole other thing. You need to learn how to do both, and that's why there's a balance. I understand bribing, but people, like you said, they do a lot of things. We don't need a name. But it's names. not even bribing. You're a comedian on a show. Be happy you're there. Be happy that you're there. Not a... Who gives a fuck where you're at in the lineup? That's what. I- Be happy that you're there. And traditionally, the way comedy goes, if you're closer to the end, that means that you have actually better. You're, you're, ex- you're better. Experience. You're better experience. That's where we want the most. But know, it's like I've never been like had someone try to like bribe me to really? go up earlier before. It was just like so like it's such a crazy. But thing. then you're bribing to go up earlier. So that you can then leave after your set, which is also a fucking slap in the face to the producer. That's a slap in the face to the whole show in general. You're a comedian that's supposed to be there. It's like yeah. I understand, like the like the the headliner had another spot and like he needed to go up a little early. I'm fine I was just with tired, that. and you know that. But like, it was yeah, just I was like, there for a while. This no, is but your like, second show in a row. This is like your second and, show, and you, know, I came up you to... weren't even on the lineup. And, and, on the show. and like somebody yeah. else, I had asked. That's me. when it's acceptable. Just saying. That's no, but like somebody different. that was booked on the show, I was like, "Can you go first? 
And he was just like, yeah, I can go first, but can I go a little bit later? And then I saw you walking by. I'm like, Dylan, can you go up first? That's how it happened? That's exactly yeah. okay, what Okay, let's point that out. I want to point that out. Yeah. I'm sorry to go up. Yeah. That's opportunity, and that's right place, right time, but that's also always being there. One thing I found out, the how I met you, Marissa, was I was outside smoking with Janice. I missed her show because I thought it was at 10. It's at 8. It was the first time I ever missed her show. She goes, do you want me to introduce you to Marissa? I said, I would love that. I don't, don't know who that is. She you, she introduced us. We became friends. I did your show. Hit, been friends ever since. Yeah. That's right time. You see how, just for the crowd, if anyone's but watching this, you also, see how he bullshitted? He goes, can I go up later? Are you talking all this bullshit? I want, I asked you nicely. I was like, yo, if you have a spot for me, let me know. Do that, though. And then you turn yeah. around and you say, Dylan, first, do you want opportunity? Yeah. Well, it's all about. I'm not going to negotiate. Beggars com- can't be choosers. Right. What I'm trying to get it's to. also about community. Right. Like, yeah. We all Absolutely. know each other. We all know each other. We're all respect. We all respect each other. Just for and the young comedians out if, there. Right. For the young comedians out there. That's all I wanted to say. If I book you from a show, you should be there on time. Mm-hmm. Amen. Not really complain about what spot don't you're in. Don't say shit. Mm-hmm. Because, especially if this is your first time on the show. Eight. Right, I don't like, know you. I've never, I've never known you. I've never yeah, that was the first time she was on it. Ever. Like, Guys, I've never met you. I, I can't stress enough. That's this disrespectful. This email. Like, and any then, profession. at the end of your set, sit now and watch the rest of the show. Because mm-hmm. we, we... Support. You, you produce the show. This is right. what you do. This is... What it is like, mm-hmm. and you never know. You're shooting yourself in the foot when you leave a show early, in my opinion. Because guess what happens? You're missing out on the opportunity to meet all the other comedians so much. Right there. You're missing out on the opportunity of when the crowd leaves, they're all leaving out, and people are like, "Oh my god, you were so fucking yes. funny!" And that's, what's what's your Instagram? Exactly. Oh my god, you're so fucking funny. Can I take a picture with you? You know, what's you're funny? missing Everybody out on that show? whole aspect and, of the show. Like, to be honest with you, like. I've I've been in the game long enough that I don't even care about that shit. And to be honest with you, like if I had the time, like hours wise, to give like everybody that wanted to spot a spot, I would do it. Like I don't, I'm yeah, not one of these so... ego trippers that is just like, well, this is my stage time, and you need to lick my asshole to so get you're it. You're like the like, godmother of comedy. New York it's City, like literally, like if I have the time and you're there, you can have it. If I don't have the time, sorry, I'll get Absolutely. you on something else. And but hit like, me up, and I will get you yeah, on something else, because like, you will. But I don't necessarily, like, I might not have the time to have that whole conversation, because it's just like, yes. I'm like one of these people where, like, I feel like balance in my lineup is important. So, like, you know, it's like I'm constantly, like, dipping in. And, and they don't just, know like, that. And that's yeah. What, and that, so the, yeah, and you pay. She really... People don't know Marissa Smith produces and she pays attention Absolutely. to everything. You orchestrate the whole show. And it's you like, make sure that like, okay, I don't know this comic. I don't know what they're going to do. Is you this put energy them, good? Is this like energy I need good? To, like, is it not good? Do I, I need know, to refresh the palette? Like exactly. sometimes I know it's like somebody drops kills. bad energy and it's just like, you know something? I need a comic that's going to do a whole sage cleansing of this stage. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, like they're going to come up there and their their words are the sage and they're going to like fucking clean this place out. Oh, yes. And Lord, then absolutely. we're going to reset this shit. You know, but no, like, you, you know gotta, what's funny is um, I was doing my normal 8 o'clock spot. That's Janice's show. We all yeah, love Janice. Yeah. And um, I love Janice. She's as I said, we all oh, yeah, love Janice. Janice. Like, <laughs> fucking love the great lover. And um, that's my comedy mom. But she, the show was going weird. Weird crowd. I I don't know if they had a great time. She always says that some people don't laugh and they did have a great time. That's why you can't fuck with the crowd. The it was just the energy was weird. No comedian could hit the light, and yeah. it was weird. So she comes up to me and, she, and she's asking me about the lineup. <laughs> she's asking me like, "What are you thinking? Like, what should we do?" And she kept asking me like, she kept like, I would tell her what to do. 
And I wasn't putting myself first. I didn't want to be selfish. She kept asking me again, what do we do? What do we do? I go, do you want me just to go up there and take care of it? She goes, can you? I go, I can't, but I need, I can't just do five. Like I always do the type five, but like, I was like, let me go seven. She goes, do what you have to do. So she let me play. Mm. Every time I would hit one of my punchlines, nothing, no silence, silence. I was telling him, I was, I just been thinking about new jokes recently. I did seven, five new jokes after my regular shit. And then it would kill. And that's what I'm saying, like, as a comedian, like, I, I, I'm sorry to stress this because I love you guys and as producers, to anyone that is watching this on my shit, on your shit, that is young, wants to do comedy, whatever, it's opportunity. If I would have gotten late to that show and to Janice's and left, I would have never met you guys and I would never do yeah. this. So many things are just sticking around. Yeah. It's just, it's just being patient. Opportunity, communication. Meeting people, saying being hello. There like, yeah. Being, being there. Being there. Being like, present. Being present, being present really is Not like saying 50% like, okay, of the I'm battle. going up here, I'm about to do my set and like, I got other shit I got to do after this. Like, I, like I did, um, like she put me on for the auto shrunken head show right. and my girlfriend is 20 years old and I'm 21 just so nothing's crazy. And, and we showed up and the guy wouldn't let her in because she's under 21. Right. I didn't realize. I didn't think about that. I, I just went in honestly. Like I was saying, when you're genuine and honest, that shit shows. Like, And that's why I said the fakes, they, they get yeah, out quick. Yeah, and, and like, I wasn't like, I'm like, you know, go do your shit. But like, it's just kind of like, it's like one of those things where it's it's like, yeah, I got it. Everybody's got somewhere to be. Everyone's got something to do. But like. My question is, com- are you going to book that comic again? Yo, I that's mean, a great question. And that's like that is a great question. Based so, on your your how I felt with you, your reaction, honest reaction, how you like let's how think you, about like, it. Kind of dealt with the whole situation. I never met you before. You came in, demanded a spot, paid me to get onto a spot. Do you need that type of stress the next time I'm booking a show? No, not necessarily. You know what's you know what's weird. I don't. So like, here's the thing. So um, and I I Sorry. I don't know anybody else's process. I know my process. And so, like, and I and I know this sounds like super schizo when I say it, but like, when I'm producing, like, producer Marissa is is front and center. When I'm doing stand up, stand up Marissa is front and center. When I'm doing a podcast, podcast Marissa is front and center. And there and are I, days and every one of these, every one of these people is completely different. Producer me. I don't give a fuck. If somebody goes up there and they do a good job, that's all I need you to do. What I need you to really, really do is do a good job and don't stress me out. That is how I start inviting you to other shit. But like if you're going to if you do a good job and you stress me out, I'll say you're as good as you keep doing good work. And then the second you drop off, you're gone. But like. Just if you want to keep doing shit, like I've been producing shit for, like I produce over two hundred shows a year. Yes, she does. I produce shit. What you know what I mean? If you do good shit and you don't stress me out, I'm going to ask you to do shit because you know something, you're good. You don't stress me out. I like the vibe that you're presenting to me, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to like keep throwing shit your way because I like you being around me. If you stress me out and you do good shit, it's like well. You know something? I feel like I'm a little light and heavy hitters on this one. I might ask this buddy because, like, I know they do a good job, but, like, I'm not going to go extra out of the way for you because you stress me out. Mm-hmm. I understand that as a producer, I'm going to get stressed out. And I eat it. But you don't need extra stress. I don't need extra stress, but, like, I'm also one of these people that I just feel like 
if I'm eating all the stress for the room, <clears throat> you guys can go out there and kill that much harder because like I'm taking all like you know when you and and I I'm making assumptions, but I feel like anybody that does my show knows that like if you're doing one of my shows, you know you're handled. Like you know this shit is gonna be good. You know I'm gonna have an audience. Like you, you know agree. what I mean? And you know it's 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 I agree. And that's why, like, you know, I, I'm so, so yo, Loki like, though. Cheers to that cheers shit. To that. Cheers to fucking. Cheers to you as a fucking producer. Honestly, amazing. I love you. I mean, I wasn't trying to do it for that, but it's just kind of. No, no, no like, I was just saying. No, that that was me. Yeah, that was just me saying. But it's just like I feel like if if I can take all the stress off of your backs, and I can just say, "Here's a stage. Here's an audience. Go out there and fucking so kill it." And that's and that's but what that's I'm, how you put me on. But that, exactly. Like, but that's exactly what I'm but like that. I feel like as a producer, that is my job. But I'm gonna eat all this stress. I'm gonna go home exactly. and eat a fucking dozen donuts. So you can talk to some real fucking people. But like you guys, all I want you to do get up there, fucking make people laugh. I will take the rest of this. But if I'm willing to do that and you're adding extra stress on me, then I'm just like, ah. You it, don't it, need that. It's just, it, it, the, once again, I'm sorry to keep fucking pounding it, but it's just, it just falls down to, you know, the, you know, the objective. You know, you have to like, it's, you're there to make people laugh and a lot of people get either entitled or whatever. Like, I don't want to say it, like, they, they get comfortable and like, I don't know about you, I don't know about you, but like, I didn't know I was either funny or I really enjoyed telling fucking jokes. And I was even telling him, doing your show and fighting with that crowd made me want to do like 10 more mics. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm trying to say is, no offense, you don't get that when you're paying $5 in a fucking cafe to talk to 20 motherfuckers that are just waiting for their turn. Yeah, exactly. And they don't want to laugh because maybe (laughs) their set wasn't good. Because I'll I'll, I'll tell you one thing. I go up there, I hear two fucking petty laughs. I get off and I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck? And guess what? I don't want to laugh. Not because I'm pissed, because I'm not in a good mood. I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at myself. So I'm not in a good mood to laugh. Right. So now that's my mood. And and that's not that's not healthy. That's not okay. Whatever you want to say, that goes back to the first segment. No, your your audience. But that exactly. But like that's what I'm saying is. Once again, is I don't know about like bef- when before because right, you're not a comedian. No, you, right? Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, you, oh, you are. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He is not a comedian. He is not a comedian. Wait, because you were sitting back chilling. I was like, wait, just, but you gotta have just, like a just, opinion like, about no, this. I do, I right? do. I'm just DC it has in. been. Oh mute. wait, no, just, he's the motherfucker that was over here. Like, okay, I'm gonna give you twenty dollars to get this spot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did it. But, I, but like, you should have seen her eyes that, pop huh? out when I'm just like, I do not need your twenty dollars. You know what's yeah. like, bitch? Yeah. Right? Like, you yeah. like. Yeah. So you told me that I'm like in the no, middle. I was like, "What? Twenty dollars? Like, twenty dollars doesn't have the power it used to have." You want you want to, you yeah, want to hear something crazy? It, it, I, like, it change your You want to pay my phone yes. bill on the like, lineup? Right, yes. Bitch, it on it. do you know what the lineup looks yeah. like? It's a piece of paper, it's bitch. Like, all right, so With there's scribbles somebody, out that motherfucker. But like literally, okay, like no, but like you here's paid twenty dollars for this shit. No, I'm not even talking about that. But it's literally like. Oh, I want to skip somebody that has an Emmy, and I want to skip shit, somebody no that writes for SNL, so oh, that that's I, who Melissa Smith books, so that I Boom. can go up 
before the them show. because I have a babysitter. It's just I have like a babysitter. It's it's <laughs> bitch. You've never done my show before <laughs> ever, bitch. You know, and I'm, I'm happy I'm that you're even. It's like, you have a spot. Like the like, fuck. I'm sorry, but my drop-ins have Emmys. Like, thank you. I know your your friends, people that you know that come to your birthday parties and shit. It's bitch, like, who the fuck are you? I'm, like, I'm, I'm, the, I'm, even, a, I'm a comic with twenty dollars. Uh, <laughs> right, and I'm gonna look at you crazy. Then we gonna talk mad shit about you exactly. behind the scenes, crazy. Oh, here go this nigga with his twenty dollars ass. No, this ass, motherfucker. No, I want to skip for twenty dollars. Like, Yo, I was just kind of like, you better be nice to me because I will introduce you. No, like racist. this motherfucker paid twenty dollars. No, but I'm just kind of like, and you know, like I gotta respect the hustle, and like they were like doing the hustle, and like luckily. That time, the the headliner was just like, yeah, that's fine. But, like, don't think that shit's going to always happen. And also, like... Because what if the headliner has some other place? Oh, bitch, sorry. I get this Your vibe. Your $20 buys nothing. I get this vibe from comedians that... And we all we all want to get there. I just get, I get the vibe from some of them that aren't there that they, they want to be the drop-in person already. Yo, you know, what I mean? you know, like, like they want to. It's, like, it's romanticized. You know, the idea, like, like no, you want to drop, like, like, drop like, in. Donald Glover's special. It opens up with him in a taxi. He gets out the taxi, walks on. The whole thing is he walks on and walks Ugh. on stage. You know what? That, that he's right. I've never thought about it. that's romanticized. They do they want to? So people think I about drop it, in the like, cell, like the green room. You know, like imagine, imagine like. Let's say for you, if like someone came in, they would do the top show. If anyone knows about the Broadway, Broadway has a downstairs and upstairs. Downstairs has a green room, big, large room. Upstairs holds like 80, 90 people max. Like that's like pushing. And 60. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. And um, I know. I sell the tickets. Yeah, it's 90. 60. Yeah. <laughs> 90's a fire hazard. Sold out show. Sold out um, show. They, they were putting fucking seats on the stage. That's fucking crazy for your show. Shout out to that show. But um, it's just. If someone came into your show and was like, where's the green room? I'd be like, you can get off the show. <laughs> I'll tell you this, though. I'd be like, you can, like, like so who I've are had, you? I've had, like, like um, if no one said that. Jim Gaffigan, when I Ooh. used to produce at Eastville. Shout out, shout out. I like Eastville, to, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the old Eastville, not the Brooklyn Eastville. Okay, but, okay, like, because yeah. I was, like, the, the second longing, running, second longest running producer at Eastville. Shout out Eastville. Um, Shout out Jim Gaffigan used to just <laughs> drop it, and like he would just be, he'd come up to me. He's like, "Hey, you know, you produce a show. I hear it's a really good show. I, I'm Jim, by the way. Would you mind?" And I'm just like, "I know who you are. Of course, you can have some stage awesome. time. How much time would you like?" And he's like, "I don't want to bump anybody. How much time do you think?" And I'm like, "How about this?" And that's why he famous people. They're just saying that's, but, like, that's this genuine. Is what, this is what I'm talking about. Is that the pros always act like a pro? And I exactly. And, and I would say to him, like, you know something? And he didn't even have to do that. You take exactly. as much time as you need. That's beautiful. And, and then he was just like, okay. And he would literally always take himself off at eight minutes. Like, we would not That's light him. That's a professional. That's a like, professional. That's also a person. <laughs> you, right, know, like- <laughs> you know, like, he wasn't trying to bump anybody. Like, he just dropped in and, like, Judah Freelander used to do the same thing. Hey, shout out and, Judah Freelander. I like him. Sorry. Like, <laughs> no, but these are, like, awesome guys. Yeah, yeah, they, for sure. Awesome like, comics and, and awesome, awesome people. people. Yeah. That's like, what that's, I'm trying to yeah. get to. Is yeah. You got to be an awesome person. I don't, care if you're, I don't care if you go up there and tell de- dead baby jokes. I don't care if you, when you go home, you, you just hate the world. And that's why you get your material. When you are talking to a producer and you're in a club, there's, there's, there's every comedian walks with a professionalism. And that's and that's being genuine. That's being nice. And that's you know 
not every comic the the the, the joke is comics don't help other help other comics but at the end of the day that's is a lie no, 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 that's, a, a that's not, not a, joke. a joke. It's a reality. It's a, no, no, it's yeah, a reality. Yeah, that's a running joke. It's a running. It's thing. like a it's thing they thing. say. And you know what's so funny you about that? that? I was watching. I was watching. Um, someone asked. I'm talking about like on the road. Like the whole. Sorry. The whole. The whole thing that like Joe Rogan fixed was he would bring on killers with him on. Like he would bring good people. Other comics when they tour are scared to bring. Oh, people for sure. That are yeah. With them, They're scared like, to put like you Joe on a has show. literally told. He goes, I literally bring Joey Coco Diaz with me because. I have bombed because of him because he goes and I it can't do it hard. and I can't do not do what he does because you should never do what he does. But the thing is, but, you don't, but there's certain people that just that scene. Exactly. That scene. And not every comedian say, will do that. That scene That's in LA fact. is a is a supported scene. Like you, if you watch anybody from Joe Rogan to uh, Andrew to, Schultz, Andrew Schultz to Crystal, like whoever, Crystal, Crystal, to Fighter and the Kid, to uh, Joey, they're they're rotating on podcasts <laughs> constantly. Like they they this, I feel like, and in New York, and maybe, and I could be wrong because yeah, I've, I started doing comedy when I was twenty, I'm only twenty five, and is on and off for like the past five years. So it's I could, but like I feel like there could be more of a support, and it's probably because New York has older comics. And an LA scene probably has a little bit of younger comics, but I still feel like there's a good support system so, out there so as opposed like, to like like we were talking the other day. The, the blueprint is there. I believe the blueprint is there, and it's it's and that's what uh, once again bringing it all back around. That's where people like Marissa play such a huge part in the game because yeah. I don't know about once again about your comedy journey, yours and yours. I don't you know. I don't know about like that that first time that you ever spoke. Think about that first time you ever spoke to real people, mm. not people, other comedians. And maybe like maybe not not an open mic when people also rapping. No, that's, like that, actual, that was for me. Actual like show. I used to in Florida, there'd be other people doing spoken word, poetry, rapping, and I would go over there and tell jokes. That was weird. When I finally would do like Broadway shows and doing your show. Even last night, it's a learning experience. And that's when you really get to go home. And you don't get to... You can be upset with yourself, but it's in a way of like, I want to do it more. I want to do it... I I want to do it again and do it better. And and that's one thing is what I'm trying to fucking beat in these... If anyone's fucking out there listening on my shit and your shit, like the, the idea that you're in front of real people, you need to fucking say thank you real quick. And thank you to you because people don't understand is in this blueprint... Marissa, you play a huge part and people like me and him and whatever trying to go, you know what? I'm trying to go on fucking, you know, whatever show on SNL, whatever. And you know what it is? Real people don't forget real people. I'll mm-hmm. know for a goddamn fact if I'm ever get to a point, oh, you already know. I, I remember who was there for me and vice versa. That's and like when, when you get to that point. But I think, yeah, like when you get to that point. As I said, when, like, yeah. This is the thing that I think that a lot of people, and like, we got to wrap it up soon because, like, he's just like, get the fuck out. Um, but the thing that I, <laughs> I, no. I, I think is important, and and I feel like as producers, as bookers, and as comics, we always forget is that this is a big ass buffet table. There's a lot of fucking seats. It's a big a ass buffet table. Oh, okay. Sorry. Everybody they, can eat. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody can eat. Can eat. Mm-hmm. Everybody can eat. look left and right. And, and like everybody is, is, is so... And none of that matters. Oh, shit, you got mashed yeah. Everybody puts on these like prison rules right, that like exactly. I got to eat my shit real fast because if I don't stingy. eat, I all I then can nobody can else can eat. And my whole feeling is is that like, you know something? If I plant a garden, if you plant a garden, if you plant a garden, you plant a garden, and somebody else has got a like, farm. Like, I got you on tomatoes. Like, and, 
I got you on fucking asparagus Cucumber, yeah, like, and like you I got, got the arugula. Like, Ooh. You know something like if everybody's playing their own garden and everybody brings everybody their eats. shit to the table, everybody eats. we can all feast. Mm-hmm. But like everyone is just so afraid that like you so know, afraid to if, I'm not going to eat know, enough. And it's I'm so funny. So some people aren't even in the same lane, and 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 they're just like, well, I feel like if I help you or give you a chance, you're taking something from me. And it's if I'm making cheese and you're brewing <laughs> beer, exactly. how are we taking from each other? <laughs> yeah. But if I put my beer with your cheese, we're making a delicious fucking That's taste. Exactly. It's so good. Have you, you ever had beer? Beer and cheese yes, together, I, like, but yo. like this is what I'm saying though. Is like everybody is so exactly. afraid that so someone's gonna afraid, take man. from them. Yeah, yeah. But like, when you if know, we collectively, if you had something of your own and that like nobody else is doing your shit, you're not afraid of someone taking your shit because no one else can do, do your yeah. shit. And also, also, should focus on making the comedy scene in New York like hot. Not not just like me. I want to be the only person. It should be making- hot enough. It's you know thriving that we, people are coming to all these comedy. Can clubs we talk about a little bit what we talked about yesterday? What we talk about? Uh, we talked about a lot. I you gotta like, do it quickly because he's giving Shroom me the eyebrows. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so what he just talked about is so many comedians are going to these places and Broadway, any comedy club, and go. I want to be great. I want to be great. I want to be great. But how many times do you go to a comedy club and comedy show and go? I want to make this club great. Why, why? Why is the comedy seller the comedy seller? Because people like Louis C.K. found that home when there were nobodies. Became mm-hmm. somebody, and then guess what? They always go home. They always right. go home. Right. And then they mm-hmm. go home, and then the comedians around there, then the club goes, okay, we can start you know, maybe like threading it more, not, not allowing so many, like, I don't want to say new comics, but that's what they do, and that's okay, whatever it is, whatever you want to do. And that's what I'm trying to say he was saying is, we were talking about this last time, we had a fucking long conversation about whatever, but like, I said, yo, we're doing shows consistently on Broadway, and I love Broadway, and Broadway's at a very great point in comedy, but at the yeah. same point is, I want people to go, Broadway Comedy Club? Oh, no, that's Dylan Negri, DC Williams, Rodney, Marissa. Like, I know that show. That's exactly... I know that show. But, I know that, I, know, I know on Friday nights at 8, I know Friday nights at 11. It's going I, down. I know what's going, going on. Down. Yeah. I right. know who's showing up. Oh, shit. Oh, he's showing up. Oh, maybe this person's showing up. No fucking way. And, right. like, that shit's never going to change, but guess what? You know, you know, what, you know what's never gonna happen? That's community right there. You see how many, it is you see how many names Takes I said? Yeah, yeah. Right. but that's exactly, clubs, and that's exactly. And that's exactly. Comics yeah. support. Not just one. Comics support. Not just one. And I know not right. just one. You guys are. From, oh, sorry. I was gonna say you guys are from New York, right? Yeah, I am. Yeah, okay. yeah. I feel like I, maybe it's like okay. So people, I guess people come here and they become standoffish because they feel like New York is like tough and everybody's like. Kind of like no, I'm like I'm like from here. I've always yeah, been yeah. standoffish. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I feel like people I was born that way. Yes, sir. So, all right, you guys, we got to wrap this shit up. Great before, thank you so much for doing oh, it. Before awesome. we go, yeah, just yeah. tell everybody uh, where can they find you on social media? What projects are you working on? I'm going to start with UDC. Um, uh, you can find me on on social media, Instagram at only DC Williams. That's zero N L Y DC Williams. I have a show at Broadway on Friday, 8 p.m. Also, March 30th, I'll be auditioning for residency at Broadway. So um, come show yes. your voice of love, man. And uh, you can catch me on, on Punisher on Netflix for a little bit. Nice. Also, in the Bull Season 3, Episode 10. Thank you, guys. Yes. I love you. <laughs> Dylan Negri. What's up, guys? At Dylan J. Negri. You know how it is. N-E-G-R-I. I did not say the N-word. What's up? And uh, <laughs> I am also on that show. Every Friday at 8, I will be doing... Poppins at Marissa's show, and you always know I do that YouTube shit, I do that comedy shit, I'm working on a bunch of new material for y'all. 
So I'll see y'all soon. I love y'all. This is a great fucking podcast. I love y'all too. Rodney Daniels. Um, you can catch me on all my handles at Rodney Daniels and behind uh, you Instagram, Facebook, everything. And um, I'm always on Big Talking Brewskis with Marissa Smith. Hey. Usually we're on Fridays, but you never know. We might have a pop-up Sunday. But uh, Marissa Smith. Marissa. Uh, you can follow me on all the social medias, at Marissa Smith, Twitter, at Marissa Smith. Follow this show on Twitter, at Big Talking Brew. Uh, also, check out my other podcast, Blamestorming, at The Blamestorm on Twitter. You can catch me if you're listening live uh, March 27th. I'm going to be in Jersey City at Bobby D's, 8 p.m. I will also be at Overlook in Midtown this month. Uh, And as always, the first Saturday of the month, catch me at Auto Shrunken Head for merriment and mortification. I will be there, guys. Um, Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And remember, you guys... Just because Mueller's report said that he did not collude did not mean that he has been uh, completely cleared of charges. <laughs> oh. uh, have a good night. Bye-bye. Night. Oh, yeah.